Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Weber, and I'm joined by... Andy Germuga. Number one mops the pug stand, Cullen Ashley. Emilio Diaz. All right. It's uh, Sophia Coppola Day. Happy We're birthday, finally... Sophia. What? It's not, not her birthday. <laughs> go on, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're back to 2006 Cannes, where, of course, Marie Antoinette premiered in competition. We'll also be talking about the 1999 director's Fortnite title, The Virgin Suicides, and the 2013 uh, Uncertain Regard opening film, The Bling Ring. To talk about those two films, we're joined by... Simon Sweeney and KT Jean. Hell yeah. Hello. Hello. What's Hi. up? Oh, we're both talking. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> we're it back. It's three films that we'll be talking about, not two films. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> returning guests, returning champions. Glad Simon and KT. So, an honor to be back. Let's start off with, uh, because I don't think we ever checked in with you guys before. Uh, tell us a little bit about your history with uh, film festivals. Let's start with uh, KT. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's like kind of starts with you guys, like in a serious way. I think I had an idea of the Cannes Film Festival when I was spending too much time on Yahoo Celebrity back in 2008. Uh, mm. And I'd see all the pictures of the Cannes red carpet and go like, wow, this looks <laughs> beautiful. Um this is an amazing uh, answer. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I've always felt um, rather unqualified to end up on this show since I'm, I've, I mean, I, yeah, I've, I, you know, I started paying attention to film festivals more uh, once I started getting more into film, as it were, uh, but I still very much feel like a novice when it comes to it. Uh, but I'm a big fan of Sophia, so. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, but yeah. Simon, <laughs> your film festivals background yeah i mean it's it's not as funny as that and it's it's uh but it's a similar like i don't i don't really have one <laughs> um i've never been to a film festival um other than i went to one showing at uh my local the three rivers film festival here in pittsburgh um where i saw baccarat in 2019 wow um and that's that's my only festival experience um of any kind and um I mean, even now, I don't. I don't really pay that much attention to them. Um, it's not sort of. Um, I kind of uh, maybe makes me bad at keeping up with um, current movies, but I. Um, I don't usually. I usually let things shake out and see what I want to uh, watch after after people have seen it and stuff. So I, I'm not um, super hip on the, the festival circuit at all. Sure. How was the uh, background screening? It was great. Yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> cool, mm -hmm. it was fun. Yeah, <coughs> I was gonna go. Uh, I was I was planning to expand and go to a lot of screenings at, um, last year, and then there yeah, there, right. there, yeah, <laughs> there was a one. Yeah, story story <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> we were planning to do a lot of stuff last. I year. mean, yeah, the, the like truly why we started was like, oh, we're all gonna go to so many festivals this year. <laughs> 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 the rug was pulled out from underneath us. Um, yeah. 
All right. Well, with that, do yeah. we want to move on to talking about some of these movies? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're talking about Sofia Coppola partially because it's on our piecemeal mini series of 2006 can titles, uh, Marie Antoinette. Um, uh, let's. I guess let's go around and say like, what's everyone's just general Sofia Coppola history before we start talking about the specific movies. Um, I guess I can go first, which is that uh, I first saw the Begu- I first saw the Beguiled. That was my first one when it wow. was in theaters with the in the in the theater run of that. Yeah, I um, n- never uh, had you know checked out any of the other ones before, but that one was good. I saw the. Was the Murray Christmas special before or after that? Because if so, that was it was the first after. One it was like okay. um, maybe the same year, maybe a year. I think, it, I I think it's, it's the same year. Yeah. 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 Um, so that I, that was the second one I saw, which I was not super into. Um, no, it's two years before. It's 2015. Wow, we what really buffed it. Murray Christmas? <laughs> oh, we we really yeah, we really fucked wow. that up. Jesus. Yeah, I was crazy. Yeah. Should we stop recording around now? for a while? <laughs> no. no. I yeah we we must preserve this for the masses to to know that a very Merry Christmas apparently came out in 2015, which is I'm wild. glad me and KT simultaneously fucked that up. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, you all been so confident that it was after the. I think our credentials like, no, just, it was before. Just, like, yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, yeah, so that was like the first the, one yeah. I saw, and I was like. This is, like, um, I gotta get um, into these movies. This yeah, is this incredible. This is a boring Christmas special. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty so, good. It's not, I do not like um, it. So yeah, then I saw The Beguiled, um, and then yeah, and then I saw these three in the run up to this. I think I don't think I had, we rewatched The Beguiled for the podcast uh, last like last summer. Uh, yeah, we which, did our and, Nicole Kidman episode. Yes, and, and I like The Beguiled, and I think you know, uh, and I and I was like, this is a very entertaining movie. Um, but yeah, I never checked out the rest of her stuff, and until uh, like. The last week, and so wow. now I've seen. I've yeah. seen. I did guess, you watch? Four or five. Did you watch On the Rocks when that came out? Oh yes, I did. Also see On the Rocks when that came mm-hmm. out. Well, not like when it came out. That was like part of my was like year end catch up or whatever in like January, February, and I was like a little mixed on that one. That one I was like, yeah, there's some fun stuff here, but like it's like you know, I don't know. I I wonder like, I I wonder how much of a Bill Murray skeptic I am. Like I, that's mm. something I'm still figuring out for myself of like how much does bill murray work for me because i like a lot of his early comedic stuff but like some of it i don't and i don't know how much i like his like serious era or whatever we're in right now but yeah, yeah on the rocks real serious era bill murray. Yeah. <laughs> i mean it's like not like a ghostbusters performance like it's not i think it is explicitly the closest murray performance to like classic comedy era murray in the last like 15 years um yeah i had seen um lost in translation first in like 2010 maybe and didn't really like it i still have not revisited it um and then i think the next one i saw was like the beguiled when that uh was like coming out and uh and like sort of mixed on that one it's like those are definitely like my two least favorite like excluding the christmas special (laughs) um and then um like 2019 uh criterion channel started i believe and then um virgin suicides was like one of their like first things that they had on there and i like watched it and thought it was incredible 
and then was like, I just need to do the rest of them. Because, like, Marie Antoinette is, like, one I remember the trailers for, like, when it was coming out. And uh, Bling Ring similarly, like, remember the trailers and never saw it. And watched, like, those three and somewhere all, like, within the, like, a very short time frame in 2019. And, like, liked them all a lot and then revisited for this. And, like, they're just some of the best. Like, these three specifically, I think, are some of her best i think on the rocks i like a bit more than um virgin suicides now which like used to be my favorite and then um on the uh or sorry um somewhere i really like a lot as well uh and maybe we'll do it someday maybe we'll close out all the coppolas one day and just do the other three could be good other yeah maybe is it just two left just, uh, Lost in Translation, Lost somewhere in, in On the Rocks. Would you uh, do we, well, the Murray yeah, Christmas special? Yeah. No. <laughs> Are you sure? A hundred percent no. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'd rather do the Dior ads. Yeah. Hey. Oh, and she did this ballerina, she did this New York City ballet thing, uh, which isn't online. It was online Can for I, like less yeah, than so a month. Upset. Can yeah, I put I out a, a public call yeah. to the Can I Kick It listenership that if you know where Sofia Coppola's New York City ballet short film is from this year, Please tell Same. someone associated with this podcast. <laughs> it's so it's I can, really good. I can watch it. Same. I missed it's, it. It's like a gorgeous. It. Yeah. I think it's like it's, shot it's by Yorick Lasau. It's like yeah. It, no, it's it's shot by a Philippe Lasor who right. did her yes. last two movies. Yeah. It's like gorgeous black and white. It's uh, so good. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I did make that same mistake earlier, being like her last two movies are Yorick Lasau. No, but no, they're Philippe Lasor. Uh, yeah, uh, I can say that uh i mean i watched lost in translation like long that was the the first one and i watched that like a long time ago just as like yeah you gotta watch lost in translation and i was like eh, yeah that's fine and then have since kind of like slowly just like uh worked through the rest of her filmography uh um yeah I, by the time that uh, we were prepping for this episode. I'd seen everything but the bling ring. And yeah, like basically it was kind of like whatever I had seen most recently was usually my favorite and the other ones would kind of like lessen in my memory a little bit. Uh, but watching these three movies in pretty quick succession uh I think they're all just great. Yeah. Though I do think that the one that I watched for the first time most recently is the best. Uh, yeah. If we want to go to me, I watched The Beguiled the year after it came out. I think. I think I, w- I just like looked at the previous year's Cannes competition and was like, huh, let me just try and look at these movies and see which ones I like and which ones I don't. So I watched Beguiled. I sort of really liked it. It sort of was doing something that I wasn't expecting from it which I have now identified like now seems to be like what her style is of just like her sort of gazy look on people so then I didn't watch another one of her movies for a while because that's just like how I am where I'm like weirdly an incurious person about like going out and watching all of somebody's movies that's just like not my style but then later I watched Somewhere and then I really love Somewhere also and then it took this podcast for me to watch the other movies. So I watched all three of these for the first time for this podcast and I like them all. They're good. I really like what she's doing. She's like, 
I was talking to the other Siki people about this, like, in the group chat before, but she's sort of my favorite type of director, which is, like, she has a very clear POV and style and things that she's doing that even if, like, I'm not a thousand percent on board every time on, like, what it's being applied to, I sort of appreciate the swing and appreciate what she's doing on every occasion regardless on like whether i feel like the movie worked a hundred percent or not mm. and i that that's what i that's what i sort of appreciate about her that's like that's like a thing i used to feel about a a weird comp but uh park chan wook where it's like i i don't know mm. if those movies uh, I, I don't know if like i love a hundred percent of park chan wook's movies and uh, i love like every single aspects of the ones i love even but i always appreciate what he's doing what like he's applying to them pov wise and i feel the same way about sophia and we will talk about the like how much they worked for me in these in this occasion all three of these movies right and then my response to that was like oh yeah like gaspar noe and you then you said no he's obnoxious <laughs> yeah we don't need to talk about gaspar no, noe i mean we don't, like need, we don't i mean yeah we don't need to get into this conversation but the noe <laughs> thing is like different noe thing is, is just like these movies look cool but i think he's very dumb and uh, where, whereas i think yeah he's oh, probably dumber than Sophie though i think those other two filmmakers i think are smart and then just sometimes will like like approach something i'm not a thousand percent on board with and then but Maybe. then other times they will I'm, i don't think i'm ever a hundred percent on board with what gaspar in a way is doing even though <laughs> listen me and jesse like his movies what can we yeah say? yeah they're good <laughs> um so sophia for me is kind of like one of the reasons why i'm into movies uh i was I still am very much into history, uh, as it were, as a uh, middle schooler. Um, I don't know if any of you guys know, uh, but there was this like group of um, like middle school level children's books called the Royal Diaries that I was really into. And there was one called about Marie Antoinette, uh, and that was one of my favorites. And at some point, post, I think I was like in an AMC theater and I saw a poster for Marie Antoinette, and I was like, I gotta see this. Uh, and I didn't see it until I was much older, um, much later, because I think it was like PG-13 and my parents were strict about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, it must be because they show her being beheaded in the movie. Um, <laughs> oh, it was so dumb. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, so if I fast forward, so I was like, you know, it was on my radar for ages. Uh, fast forward, I finally watch it when I'm older. Um, probably in high school and I was like, oh, like, I mean, I appreciated the history and what it was doing. Um, but I also was just like, oh, this is like just great. And I feel like this is the first time, I think it was like one of the first times I watched a movie where I could really feel, I guess like the auteurism to it. Um, and I was really digging it. And then there was just kind of a few years where I was defending it against people who were mad that it had Converse in that one shot uh, of all the shoes, <laughs> which was big discourse back in the day amongst like history nerds. Um, and then, yeah, she was just kind of on my radar. And I didn't particularly grow up with um, the films of Francis Ford. 
So I didn't really clock that until I think I mentioned it to my dad once, and she was like, "He was terrible in the Godfather Part 3. and I was like, "What?" Bad take. She's so yeah. good. <laughs> classic, you know, classic. So like, good. Sophia. Discourse. She's so good. I uh, think that's a very good performance. Sorry. Uh, no, yeah, and then I, yeah, so so she was she was on my radar, and I was like, "This like is a lady who's like directing, and that's really cool." Um, and I Bling Ring also came out for me in high school, like tail end. Um, and that was like really, I loved the bling ring. I like got the Blu-ray as soon as I can, uh, would show it to all my friends, uh, if they let me, uh, watch it like, a, you know, hundreds of times, maybe not hundreds, but a lot of times. Um, and then, yeah, it's, you know, since then I've just like tried to, you know, like kept an eye on it and like tried to watch everything. And I, yeah, I just think her films are great. I love what she does and how she interprets like the gaze and stuff. Um, and she's she's great. She's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um. So I um watched the the Bling Ring was the first one I watched. Wow. Um, and this was when I was just kind of first getting into movies. Um, and it was on Netflix. And I don't think I don't think I really had a grasp of. Sophia Coppola or what else she done other than maybe knowing like she made the Virgin Suicides and she made this Marie Antoinette movie that looks really cool and like what a good idea to do Marie Antoinette like this and I gotta see this but um I read a review of it when I was when I was a kid a kid like <laughs> when it came out I was a, I was a kid when it came out I'm a little younger than you guys um but um and I was like oh that's interesting like all these people like stole stuff <laughs> like that's crazy that they did that um, is this and they real? made a movie about it. <laughs> it's like, are they allowed? <laughs> What's this? <laughs> Can they just do that? Um, but uh, but I watched it, and it was it was very early in um, a movie that I you know I was like on Letterboxd and and on IMDb or whatever, and I was like, oh, this has like a low rating. And then I watched it, and I was like, what? Like this is good. Like this is undeniably something I'm like responding to. And it was kind of. Um, one of the first movies that was like that for me where I was like, oh, like, maybe I'm not, um, I don't have to, like, uh, agree with everything everyone else thinks yeah. about every movie. Mm. Um, whereas, you know, sometimes the general consensus uh, won't align with what I what I think of it. Um, and then I was interested in her, and I, uh, for and s- some time after that, when I was, like, trying to kind of hit like full filmographies of directors that I thought were like important to just like have seen all their movies or I was interested in so I would like do like David Lynch or whatever and I did all his movies in two weeks or whatever um and I did hers and really loved The Virgin Suicides and really liked Lost in Translation though I, I rewatched it again I watched all of her movies again um before this actually I watched nice. the, the other four again um and I didn't like it quite as much, so I still do do like that movie um, a lot. And then I watched Marie Antoinette, and it like it broke my brain open. Um, <laughs> and it's just it's just. Um, and then I watched Somewhere, and then I rewatched The Bling Ring. And the first time I'd seen The Bling Ring, I was like, "This is pretty good," even though everyone says it's bad. And then I was like, "Oh, I'm at the point where like I know that I think this is incredible." Um, and she's just someone I respond um, a lot to how she makes movies and how. Um, she she captures people, and I think is just like one of one of our best talents. She's she's really is she really is one of my favorites. And almost if you said to me like who has the most like perfect grasp on like movie making, not necessarily like 
like someone I like more, like David Lynch, who's like as as you know, silly as what that is, like whatever. He's probably my favorite director. I don't think that he has such um, the perfect grasp on like this is how I make a good movie, and he's just kind of like this crazy genius who's throwing stuff at things. Like she, I think, is has has perfected the idea of like what how a movie can just like be a movie mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just like yeah. perfect yeah um so yeah she's one of my absolute favorites yeah yeah i yeah i mean yeah she she does really have the feel of like you sit down and watch the movie and you're like oh this is the movie she wanted to make like she was she like looks like i'm gonna make this movie it's gonna be about this it's gonna have this stuff in it and it's like yeah she got what she wanted certainly um Okay, should we uh, start to get into the movies specifically? Yeah. Yep. Start. We're going to go chronologically, so we're going to start yep. with The Virgin Suicides. Her first movie? Yep. Crazy. Yep. Her first movie, it oh. premieres yeah. uh, in Director's Fortnite. Uh, somewhat interesting that it's not in uh, Critics Week, uh, considering that's like a section that is for first or second time filmmakers, yeah. but uh, you know, they pop up in other sections sometimes too truly uh, yeah. yeah truly an insane like debut movie like yeah, such I mean, an like, yeah. assured filmmaker like out yeah, the gate you couldn't possibly watch this and be like oh yeah someone made this as their first movie yeah it's like i don't know it's like really just like like simon's saying like she has like such a specific like this is like a movie and you just watch it it's like Every everything looks incredible. She knows mm-hmm. like how to use a soundtrack like better than anyone maybe. Truly, and she mm-hmm. like has that figured out tr- from the jump. It's insane. Mm-hmm. I was uh, and, like this. This movie also just has like one of the better scores. Of the score is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, based on the Jeffrey Eugenides novel. Um, yes. Has anybody here events, read yeah. that? I've not. No. no. Okay. Based on true events, I think really. right, but it like, isn't it? I, I don't know. I I don't know much about the novel at all. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I misheard. No, 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 no. I'm not. Yeah. I think I like listened to like an hour of an audiobook of Eugenides once and was like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was. Just... I feel like people are like kind of out on him now. Yeah. Uh, I've never really uh, read any of his stuff. I read, like, a short stories book that he curated. <laughs> um, yeah, I do not think it is based on a true story. I mean, no, it is not. I mean, okay. he had, I found no. somewhere, there was, like, a, there uh, was like okay. a funny quote by him somewhere where he, like, where he talked about the Virgin Suicide, and it was something like, I would have just cast a bunch of different actresses to play the lady at any given moment, and it was like, yeah, he doesn't get what the movie was doing. Yeah, no. <laughs> on, on his in on the on the um, special features, um, which I was watching, there were some interviews with him, and and it's like it's just such a classic case of like the Sofia Coppola understands what this story should be about so much more <laughs> than he does. Than the author, yeah. yeah. His, like, entire yes. idea is, like, these girls should just be kind of, like, this mystical entity that's, like, not a real thing, and it's just, like, yeah. as this reflective surface for the boys. And she's like, no, <laughs> yeah. the point yeah. is that they're people. So she's like, right. Hold my wine glass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, watching this movie for the second time, I definitely was, like, even without, like, having, like, watched or read anything about eugenics i was like this book is bad right well yeah i think like 
um, there's like I, I I have not read the book, so like I don't know for sure, but I definitely know like I've heard that she like it's like a bare bones thing. She just like took this idea right. as yeah, far as I know. Sense. Like, but I mean, it does. It feels very based on a book as well. Oh like, it's, yeah, absolutely, so much, absolutely. So much in the, voiceover, in the, like ensemble nature, right, and the yeah. voiceover stuff. Most the, like, of the voiceover, the from what I understand, is is taken straight from the book. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, it definitely has uh-huh. that feel. That makes sense. Yeah. And, like, the stuff with... Uh, the, like, interviews with the older... Yes, with uh, the... Hartnett. Yeah, that really seems like a book kind of thing. Yeah, a really good touch. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think this movie is just so good. Um, there's... I, I was, you know, watching it yesterday um, for the first time since the first time. Uh, it's, like, such a great... Like, the dreaminess of it is so, like, good. It's a very basic thing to say, but it's just, like, I feel in my bones, like, this is just good. Uh, The way that she will use, like, dissolves and the sort of, like, inserts of the, like, Polaroids when they're, like, on the trip or whatever. Uh, Like, the fake, like, you know, all the sort of intercut things like that. And then, like, the score, like you mentioned, Jesse... It all just is this vibe of, like, dreaminess, but also, like, a nightmare. Because this watch, I was like, this movie is so scary. The way that she, like, does a full-on, like, slasher ending where all the characters die. Mm. And they just, like, back to back to back show it all. It's so gnarly. And she, like, at the beginning, or in the early scene... A character is like impaled on a fence. It's so gnarly. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. and like I was, yeah, I was sure. thinking, I was, I, I was really uh, affected by the scene where uh, Lux, uh, after uh, Hartnett uh, leaves her on the football field, is coming back in the oh. taxi, and it's just the wide shot of like the taxi pulls into the driveway mm. and she gets out and like before she's gotten to the door they open it and then Turner comes out and is like yelling in her and it's all just played in this wide shot and it's like so upsetting and like more upsetting than like it could be I would imagine if like you like went in close to like whatever was happening right. yeah and then like the asphyxiation party at the end is like horrifying looking right. with yes. the gas masks and everything yeah um and then like the the craziest shot is like them in the basement and you just like the kid bumps into the legs it's so crazy um (laughs) yes yeah well and it's interesting because like i vaguely had heard of the premise i think and like i and also like it sets you up from the beginning that like they're all gonna die right like yeah it's also called (laughs) i mean yes but like i was um thinking it was going to be more of, like, a one-by-one thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I was not expecting it to be, like, a massive end at the end that was going to be, like, well, you know, like one-by-one. And then one they're in style or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was going to be, like, a little bit more of, like, yeah, just, like, what what makes each one of them sort of, like, decide to, mm-hmm. to, to end it all. Um, but then it really just does, like, it zooms in so much on the Kirsten Dunst, like, character yeah. and her relationship... Yeah. Um mm-hmm. uh with the boy and like her and her family and stuff and really does use her as like the the thing to 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 like focus on throughout the whole movie which I thought was such an mm-hmm. interesting choice. And I mean yeah. she's like we'll talk about her a lot more throughout yeah. t- mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. She's a really tremendous in this movie, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yes. yeah. Yes. He's great. The, um, there's like so many, we talked about like the soundtracks a little bit. Um, there's so many great needle drops and just like, uh, the way, like not even like about the music, but just them listening to the records over the phone is like such a great touch after they're like locked up in the house. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I forget like how much there's that movie that came out, I think like 2015 called Mustang. Uh, that's like about oh, this yeah. family of sisters that are all like very strict parents, but it's like part of their culture. I think more so like with like arranged marriages and stuff like that. Um, but it like it takes a lot of cues from this. I think um, with the way they do like the lockdown and like after the homecoming or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But and it's like I watching this. Like I think. I think I'd seen it before I saw Virgin Suicides, but like watching, I, it was on my mind a lot of like, this really like, uh, is taking like, uh, Mustang takes a lot from this. Um, and then, yeah, I mean the soundtrack, there's the moment where Hartnett, uh, is like introduced. Oh, that's so and they're good. Playing, yeah, the heart song. Um, yeah. It's yeah. so funny. Just, he's so good. I feel like I don't really get Josh Hartnett. Like he's just another, like, I guess like attractive, I don't think there's anything to yeah. catch. Okay. It's just he's good in this movie right. and then never again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah see, I, did, I wasn't sure if I was just too young or whatever. I also just feel like I have like a very like strong face blindness for like yeah. his type of actor, like along with like oh, Garrett yeah. Hedlund and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sure. So I mean, despite, despite a more like modern equivalent of it, I think. Yeah. But, when I mean, when I was watching um, the movie, I was remembering this article that was written semi recently that was about Josh Hartnett in The Virgin Suicide. And like, apparently he was like a big activator for like lesbians because he looks so much like a oh. lady in it. Got, and he, yeah, looks, he, he looks like <laughs> Clea Duval, I think specifically. Like. That's so funny. <laughs> 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 I he mean, looks like Clea Duvall. Oh my god, he does. I mean, I see it now. That's why I'm having this uh, freak out. Uh, um, but it's funny. Yeah. I mean, it's a good part. And then I was thinking like old Hartnett, and and I was like, that's. I was. You were talking about how like it reminded you of Mustang, like how it was inspired by it. And when I saw the the old Hartnett thing, I was like, is this what True Detective was based on? Just, like, visually? That's so funny, yeah. But it's, like, the same shot of McConaughey of, like, him, yeah. like, sitting at, on, at the table being, like... With the tall boys or whatever, yeah. The whole thing. Yeah, wow. time is a flat circle. There's <laughs> actually some parallels with Bling Ring there, isn't it? With the whole... Do the interviews? Yeah. Interview yes, and, like, Lux thing. and um, yeah. Rebecca. Um, anyways, sorry. I'm spitballing yeah. here, but no? yeah. yeah. And then Katie also said American Horror Story, and I, and I was like, I'm imagining the Ryan Murphy version of the Virgin Suicide, also. Which oh god, I don't know about that. Terrible. That would be great. That would be like the and then they're an version of a uh, version of the Virgin right, Suicide. Right, exactly. Yeah. One of them would die an episode. Yep, yeah, yeah. Cecilia, and then God, I have to cut gosh. this out so it's not put into the universe. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to uh, listen to it and say, great idea. Yeah. He's, he's he gonna is make one of our biggest g- Yeah, <laughs> Ryan yeah. Murphy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you send I, me a check, Ryan Murphy. Kind of like the heart Th- and like thanks the Thanks for making the problem, thing. Ryan. <laughs> it's crazy that this, like, comes out the same year as, like, that 70s show, right? That airs 1999, right? And they're both yeah, kind I of, like, comments on... Yeah, it starts a bit earlier, but okay. yeah. Okay, but both, you know, like, both the ni- late 90s commentary on the 70s. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, it's like, I mean, yeah, that's... 
than nostalgia cycle. I mean, it's cycle, also, right? like, isn't it, is Freaks and Geeks 99? Oh, that's right. Or, yeah, yeah, that's I 99, think so. and that has yeah. the Come Sail Away in the first that episode. Too, yeah. yeah, the, the yes. yeah, the Come Sail Away at the, at the, so the good. homecoming the is so, yeah. Good. so good. Yeah. I mean, so good. I can yeah. only think of Community when I hear Come Sail Away as a person who did not really listen to that song, but yeah, that's a good part. Sure. That 70 show uh, premiered It's not really the kind of song you listen to. Yeah, not yeah. if you're in my <laughs> family. <laughs> it's the kind of song you hear. Um, my mom was yeah, a I mean, big Come Sail Away fan. <laughs> there is like, it's like the back to back of like Magic Man, and then when they like are with Hartnett and his dads, and it's like, um, what is it? it's the Al Green song, the How Can You Mend a Broken Heart? It's so good. I was like losing my mind. Yeah. Um, um, just like yeah just like and also like i i know it doesn't i guess it doesn't entirely take place in the summer but it just really feels very summery um yeah. i, I mean that part of the dreaminess and the kind of memory like feel it has to it for sure um, i think all three of these do have like a summer vibe to them um maybe yeah. marie antoinette less so but like they all just feel like uh, i mean but i'm beguiled also i'm trying to think now like Maybe that's just her vibe because somewhere is also like that. Uh, I mean, Probably the Merry soft Christmas lighting, is isn't it? I guess Merry, yeah, Merry <laughs> Christmas is not summery. No, I, I was actually um, thinking earlier how On the Rocks felt very summery to me. Um, yeah, very humid in a weird way, more than yes. the other movies, like, especially like at the end, end up in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. the end of Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean, look, it's a great vibe. Um, yeah, there's also like the parents in this like i think all the performances are yes. really good i like yeah. all the boys i think they're all very funny they're very like funny. when they have the telescope mm-hmm. um, um, yes. the kid who comes up and he's like i love pineapple yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. I mean, that's a schwartzman well. yeah, i was Robert gonna say Schwartzman. yeah it looks yeah. like schwartzman yeah <laughs> it's uh jason schwartzman's brother you know they're all the coppolas they're all tied yeah together. they're all related yeah, yeah. uh he's obviously uh famously in the band rooney which has an episode of the OC. Very famously, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's this. really good. He's like the slick back hair, like his dad's like, you know, the cool guy or whatever. Isn't he? He's the kid that they're like, he's got the tunnel that can go to everyone's basement, right? Yeah. yeah, so yeah he's like, yeah. I was there. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. He tells the yeah. story where he's the, the first person who saw her dead. I like the, like, the kid who, like, fall, jumps out the window. That's the funny kid. That, like, one That's part. really That's funny. really funny. Great. Yeah, he just yeah. jumps out and then stands <laughs> and up and, like, dusts him off. It's yes. so good. <laughs> it's so funny. This movie is really funny. I did want to say. They're yeah. all really. Yeah. 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 These, these all movies are all very funny. funny. Yeah. I mean, like, when James Woods is, like, talking about the plane and the get, and the kids just walk yeah, away. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah, yep, yep. Woods is, like, it's awful Woods that is... he is so good in this. Yeah. Yeah, he is I mean, yeah, it's a great performance. He's, um... Yeah, the scene, like someone who does not know how to socially function. In the scene where he's talking to the plants is like one of the bleakest things I think I've ever seen. Of just like his daughters are like out of school and they're like they need to come here, and he's just like, oh, like the ficus. I'm like talking to the plant. It's so sad. Yeah, or <laughs> when or when uh, Scott Glenn shows up and he just keeps trying to talk to him about baseball. Yeah, yeah. Scott Glenn. Yep, yep. There's it a lot is, of fun cameos like that. There's the Danny DeVito at the beginning. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. Danny DeVito's very dad. good. Uh, yes. And fun to see. Yeah, I mean, it is, like, fast. Like, it does make you, like, it's it's such a interesting, like, that is a very standard, I feel like, suburban archetype, right? Of, like, the, yeah. do- the dorky dad or whatever. You do mm-hmm. al- al- always wonder, like, 
how did this like happen? Like, how did he like meet Kathleen Turner and like right. hit it off with her and, and have like and, six right, have kids, five uh, kids with her? Right yeah. Now, it's like, <laughs> so what's the backstory here? Is he like, was he like just like six extremely blonde, extremely yeah, blonde yeah. children? Children, yeah. Yes. All of like um, a year of each other. Really funny. I guess it's yeah, like Turner's, a fun dynamic. Oh. He's like I don't know, just like a dad who's a math teacher who's fun Vietnam. Right. Um, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah. I guess I guess he I mean, fought. No, sorry, fought in the war. I guess. Um, yeah. And then like the mom is just like his carry type. Uh, yeah, like real. Yeah, hard-ass. she's. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and like the scenes of like him negotiating with her, like or like the the implication of him like negotiating with her about like getting them to go to the dance and like. All yeah. the scenes with him and Hartnett, like in, mm. in in one-on-one in the math room. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really funny. Where he's like, where he's like, I'll see what I can do, like trying to get to, because he's like, I, I get it, like it's really, really good. Um, yeah, both of them. That scene's really good. And then Hartnett does the fist pump. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. fantastic. The um, yeah, Turner is so like, just like I mean, one of our best. I think she's got that insane voice. And it works so well as, like, the stern Catholic mom Mm -hmm. who, like, makes her burn all the records and then the smell's too bad. (laughs) And it's so funny. Um, But, yeah, I think she's, like, just really great. Um, Yeah, she's good because she's not – they don't make her, like, screechy, which I think is, like – Yes. No, yeah, yeah. It's, like – I mean, she – her – like, all her kids – like, one of them kills themselves uh, at, like, this party that they're throwing – and then just like after she like already attempted suicide, it's it's just like reasonable that she is you know a bit uh, like harried, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. It is interesting that uh, Coppola has made uh, two movies that are basically just about what happens when you have a crazy mom. Uh, yeah. between this and bling ring i mean yeah bling ring <laughs> yeah i mean yeah Man there's i mean so there's funny. there's shades of like that that kind of um mother's pressure in marie oh yeah. absolutely um, yeah. obviously obviously like on the rocks is entirely you know the about father, yeah. a dad yes. yeah uh-huh. um she's, I mean, she's definitely de- and so somewhere, somewhere yeah she's, well, she's yeah. very very interested in 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 parenting uh not parenting but like your relationships mm. between mm-hmm. um parents and children and honestly like the beguiled is yeah. an examination say, of yeah. like there aren't parents but like it's this relationship between like adults and children and where those borders mm-hmm. end and like how you yeah. r- address those relationships that's um, why it's, it's i find it so fascinating that this is her first movie i guess she like read the book and wrote a screenplay like because she was so moved by it um but it's just i feel like it fits so well with, like what the rest of her films like her career turns out to be you know and it just seems so it just it just fits so well and i can't i mean i haven't read the book so i can't tell if that's just like her adapting it really well to her own style or just like a <laughs> great coincidence for her you know but oh boy does it work <laughs> yeah there's like a quote from her where she's like i didn't know i wanted to be a director until i read virgin suicides jesus uh, <laughs> and she's like she yeah she like she like was a painter she like was she was trying to be a painter yeah and then she she wrote a script and obviously like this is where the element of like francis ford coppola's your dad like right. you can, <laughs> right. you, can you, you know, get a foot right. in the door right, right. yeah you yeah. can ask um, him like yeah what's you know, up with this like has yeah. anyone optioned this and can i get the end yeah it's like yes. if you're that then it's like oh i have this screenplay lying around it's like you can actually maybe get it made 
Um, mm-hmm. I like you know tried my hand at it, but it helps that she's also um, incredibly incredible at yeah. it. She's like yeah, yeah. she's the best. It's like there's so many cases of nepotism where like <laughs> yeah. the kid just sucks. It's like, like yeah, yeah. she like, is oh, okay. great. <laughs> like I'm you know nepotism's worth it if it if it got her into a place to make movies. <laughs> no one's like I'm such a Scott Eastwood fan. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I feel like people. I mean, yeah, obviously nepotism not great. But also, like, when it works, it works, you know? Like, we don't talk about evil. the bad nepotisms. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we should, yeah, Ed Lockman shot it, you know, the goat. Uh, uh, Emilio's fave. <laughs> shout out to the legend. Just, shout out to the Dark Waters legend. Yeah. On on this on this, this watch of it, I was like, oh. Like, Lockman is doing incredible stuff. Yeah. The way um, that the colors shift is yeah. so insane. the gas mask party is like one of the most insane. striking. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that sequence. Just looks the way the colors hit the yeah. hit the lens there is just it's like bright you know, green, bonkers. Yeah, Crazy. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like it's evil. Yeah, then like yep. the whole like homecoming is like all blue. It's so just good. Uh, yeah, Andy, we talked about this a little bit, but I'm curious what you think of the score. Uh. It, I, it didn't super register for me. I thought it was fine, I think. <laughs> okay. It's very interesting. This is her only movie um, with a a real score, a real original score. Yeah. Right. Um, like yeah. Phoenix, her her husband is the, the lead singer of Phoenix, and he they, they're like, music is credited to Phoenix on like the last three or whatever, um, or on, on the rocks and um, somewhere... And the beguiled, but I think that Daniel Lopatin and someone else did the bling ring. It, it, At it's any rate, it's like her these, husband. They have it's her husband yeah. and Daniel Lopatin for bling ring. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's not really a score. Like they're so. I mean, they're no, so. I mean, these they're are so like so very light. Heavy, it's yeah. like these kind of. But it's there's like this this light scoring um in the beguiled and the bling ring right. where like these, yeah like it's you just have the these like low cues. synthesizer notes yeah. that kind of come in. But it's not. This is her only movie where there's there's a real um score and it's very interesting because it's very good. Um, yeah, and mm. she she uses it magnificently, and then I mean she just basically just goes to scoring exclusively with with licensed songs with needle drops, um, mm-hmm. which she uh, cannot be rivaled. <laughs> She's simply incredible, um, but it's an interesting uh, outlier. It's not the sort of thing you see a lot. Yeah. Did we have any final thoughts on Virgin Suicides before we move on? No, this is my favorite. I think. I like it a lot, it, which is sort of yeah. weird that I've been trying to think about what to say about it this entire conversation, which is why I've mostly been quiet, and I just, like, have come up with nothing. I, it just sort of hits me in the part of my brain that I really appreciate. Yeah. Mm. It's very... Yeah, I mean, I get that a lot. It, 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 it was my favorite. Like, it just... I mean, it's just a thing. Of Like Simon said, it just is such... Like, it works as a movie. Like, it's so watchable, and then I think, like... uh like very elemental it's a very just you know it's what you need it gives you what you need um but with that i think hop yeah. over to uh Ma? marie antoinette <laughs> yep. yeah we'll mop over yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the reason for the season yes we are still doing our 2006 can episodes we're go we're we're getting close to being done i think it's no. impressive <laughs> We have not done a French film yet. We have so much. <laughs> <laughs> cares about the French, Andy? There's so French of them. Yeah. As we talk about Marie Antoinette at the Cannes yeah. Film Festival, who cares about the French? 
Um, this is her only one. Did Beguiled play competition? Beguiled. Be- Beguiled, okay, won, yeah. Beguiled won Best Director. Oh, right. Oh, yes. that's right. Obviously. That was the, uh, yeah. Um, From the Almodovar People were upset theory. about that. Um, people, yeah, so the, this... the Beguiled upsets people, but that's a whole that's a whole oh no yeah I, yeah, I, yeah 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 no not 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 that specific can of worms of the beguiled can of worms but uh. um but yeah uh her, her third movie um yes it won the palm dog for mops mops uh, did it really it yes. did. Yep. yeah wow two minute star yeah. mops is great i mean mops, he, yeah he's not in i it. feel i feel so bad it's such a sad not getting it's to so keep sad. mops it's so sad yeah she's like, like asks you have later. to leave she, everything <laughs> yeah yep. she sends she sends a, a thing to her mom and it's like how are you working on getting mops over here <laughs> the ambassador is just like fuck come on no i'm not yeah yeah that's who that's what i'm thinking of she's like has anyone gotten work on mops how do you end up with a dog named mops and it's such a good just like a touch yeah Uh, i think mops is like i'm gonna i'm you know i'm gonna maybe piss off like german viewers or something but i think (laughs) colin do you know i feel like it's like a common nickname um for dogs either in the past or german I've not heard sure. this. Um, Going out on a limb here, uh, but it as is... someone who lived in Germany for two years, this is fake. <laughs> <laughs> um, and has a dog. <laughs> yeah, and I had a dog here. I never called him Bob. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a it's a great dog name. I was gonna say we're doing uh we're, we're talking to Call Hall of Center in a week or so. Um, there's a uh, the the cat in one of her movies is named Big Jeans, which is just a great <laughs> pet name, I think. Um, and Mops, uh, is, Mops there. is Mops is the German word for pug. Wow. wow. There we go. Look at, look at it. And Mops just like is I said. But yes. That's actually a really, really bad name for a dog, then. <laughs> you just call, you're just right. calling it Pug? That's like, that's like some <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's like, cat stuff, isn't it? Um... I mean, yeah. to be um, fair, her, her son was like Louis the Seventeenth, so she wasn't like. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> not all that originality. Yeah. <laughs> She's not the most creative. Right. I think even her name, like I mean Marie. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I guess, after Marie. Yeah. This name. movie. So this movie. I remember this movie being like a really big deal at the time. Like it yeah. was like it got like a big marketing push. I feel like, or like mm-hmm. at least this was like what this was what 2006 six so yeah so i was in high school at the time and this was probably around my like i would go to the library and like read entertainment weekly all the time that's so funny Uh, (laughs) Uh, which was a little more of a middle school thing but i did it in high school as well and so i feel like this movie was like a really big deal i remember like i think the trailer was like a like Got people all like excited because it's a of great trailer. It's yeah. a scene trailer. It's right. like oh my goodness, because like it really played be? up the like anachronistic the thing. Yeah. Such yeah. a great choice. Um, <laughs> yeah, which I thought there would be more of that in the movie when I watched it. Like it was like I was like a little surprised at like how straight much of the period stuff was played when I watched it. You yeah, thought they were gonna pull I out like... a people will sidekick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in in the like the only. I think the only anachronism like 
in the frame it's is the converse yeah. for a split second. Yeah, everything else is just the the music. Yeah, right, and um, like yeah. the style, the of color palette. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then obviously it's shot like uh, not no other period piece, but right. yeah. yeah. She speaks English with an English uh, American accent. Well, the, uh, <laughs> the accents are fun. It's like uh, like the uh, you know what the death of Stalin did, where it's like everyone's just gonna yeah. speak in their actual yeah. accent. And right, it's right, so right. good. Except for, except for Rip Torn, maybe because Rip Torn's so funny. God. What a performance! Shout out uh, to the legend Rip Torn. We all love dogs. Ah, uh, yeah, R.I.P. A King. <laughs> Literally, Rip. Literally, I mean, yeah. Rip, He's, Rip. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. The um. Similarly, I was not in high school. I was in like fifth grade. But uh, <laughs> all right, we uh, get it for fuck's but sake. But my my Andyism is I was obsessed with trailer shows, which were just TV shows that would play trailers for thirty minutes. Uh, of upcoming movies, and I remember seeing the trailer for Marie Internet and being like, "This looks good as hell," and then not seeing it for fourteen years. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so good. It's, it's so like good. it's easily my favorite. Um, it's yeah. absolutely my favorite. It hasn't moved. The one. it's one of the most gorgeous looking movies uh, that I've ever seen. It's the soundtrack is insane. There were so many needle drops that I forgot about watching it the other day. Um, the one that is like obviously the best one is Plain Song after Schwartzman is like kinged and yeah. it is like them walking down the stairs. It's the craziest thing. But then also. Yeah, I, I posted it in our group chat like, how are there not like a million movies that use playing song. The it's only just other like a cheat. Yeah. Like the, the other one is Ant Man. It's an Ant Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's the uh, credits for uh, Tony Erdman is playing song. Right. Oh, yes. Oh, that's really good. I didn't know. It I haven't is, seen Tony yeah, Erdman. It's, it's uh, a it's so good. It's a gag in Ant Man, which is actually how I wow. found out about playing song. Was I was sure. you know when? a kid watching <laughs> Ant Man, and. Uh, <laughs> Andy's mad. Yeah. Um, I was like two years old when Ant-Man 2 no. came out. Uh, no, 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 no. I wasn't a kid. I was in middle school when Ant-Man came out. Um, uh, and uh, But I saw it, and they do like the, the gag where he's like, you need to disintegrate, whatever. I don't know. And then it turns on Siri, and it plays Plain Song. And my main takeaway from Ant-Man was like, what was that song? Yeah. Right. It is like the like best-sounding thing. like, And it is. Mm-hmm. like that, And it's it just like yeah. it's a wall of mm-hmm. like – emotion and then actually my my favorite needle drop is is um about 20 seconds after playing song when ceremony kicks in yeah that's and yeah. and and that's i think just like the most the most incredible thing what is the one oh that's um, right it goes straight from i want candy to um hong kong garden and that's just yeah bangers oh, <sighs> Jesus. it's like straight it's so straight good to it. i mean it's like <laughs> the apex twin also that moment yeah. Also yeah. Avril, yeah Avril 14th, Avril 14th is, is, great. is a miracle and um the yes. Dustin O'Halloran is, piece that plays yes. oh, as they're so, yeah. um clearing the, out uh yeah. of um of Versailles when they're like saying goodbye to everyone mm-hmm. that's leaving mm-hmm. and like sitting down with their kids is, is gorgeous yeah. too so, um my favorite it is funny that uh the Aphex twin song is now associated with <laughs> both the Sofia Coppola movie and the Spike Jones movie. Mm. Right, it's the trailer for her, yes. Yeah. I mean I, I only blame game. yeah, I, blame I game, only yeah, know it's, it. it's I blame only game. know it as blame game. <laughs> well it's yeah. blame game, but it's it's also <laughs> that lo- the, the, the that Lonely Island song. Yes, I ran so uh, far. Red Army yeah. The song yeah. about um oh, what is it? Uh 
Aquaman didn't God, the like yes. love song about him. Very funny. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's also it's it's the song from All That Jazz, right? Uh, that they do when she's like getting ready. Um, am I wrong? Is it not that song? Are you? I don't know. None of the songs registered for me. Sadly. What are you talking about? None <laughs> of the songs. Yeah, I don't think my brain doesn't process music in that way. Like I don't. Like I don't really. Re- it's just, I will say like you're naming all these things, the and I'm like, song. I have no idea what any of these are, which is my. I will say with Rick. I will say with when you were growing song, up. <laughs> that they're all like, the impression that it gives me is that like Sofia Coppola's music taste is like very close to mine, and yet mm. somehow doesn't quite intersect. Because I most of these songs I think are like pretty good, but they're not like with a few exceptions they're not like my songs that i like listen to a ton and know really well like the the avril 14th i only know because of its cultural relevance really and the, like plain song that is like i love disintegration but like other than that it's like yeah. i only know the aaron carter version of i want candy there we that's... go <laughs> <laughs> yes. that's like i think that one shit. that one i did yeah. clock although i don't remember it's when so, it was i mean oh, that moment like, the shopping yeah. spree yeah, oh, yeah, that's like my favorite the the quick mm-hmm. shots so and they're eating the they're stuff. Eating the stuff. It's, it's like it's like a, oh yes. that sequence yeah, yeah. is wonderful. That's it's so wonderful. Good. That's like my that's got one of the, I think that has that's one the of the one. two. That's uh, the, yeah the converse dog. are in there. It also has one of the two uh, dog eating people food. Yes, yes. yes. The dog yeah, eating yeah. cake. Yeah. Oh, so that food good. all looks so good too. Like the macarons. So yeah, that one shot of like Roseburn biting into like a pastry is like it's insane. I mean, yeah, Roseburn is also Roseburn's so funny. One of the yeah, everyone's so good. Shout out to high school me, whose favorite like song was "The Strokes," whatever half of which she's like running down the hallway. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, that's, 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 that's angsty such a good one me. Too. I was like, oh, I love this. Um, and that's where she pulls like that's such a good one that she pulls out of like the '80s to like be like, yeah, like this doesn't really fit with the theme, but like I I want to use yeah. this song. But then really, as well, really I mean, terrific. she's already like that's like post uh, Patrice Tran on, and so it's she's older as well and. Oh, anyways, uh, but yeah, the supporting cast of this movie is just. Insane. Yeah, I mean, and like I'm... it keeps shifting. <laughs> like, there's yeah. like the period where it's like Molly Shannon and like and and and, yeah. the, and then like it becomes more like Rose Byrne and all that. Like, and it's like every it's time it's like name. these yep. people are like all so wonderful. And they're so mm-hmm. like I feel like Molly Shannon. Like you see, like you. I think like finally yeah. I, Shirley I watched Henderson it and I was like, yes, oh, Shirley Henderson. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Perfect deployment of both those people. Who are, they're they're like, so funny. Molly Shannon for me in this mm-hmm. is kind of like similar to Leslie Mann and Bling Ring, where it's just like this kind of like <laughs> obviously like SNL kind of that area of show business, like being drawn into this thing that you would not expect them to be drawn into, and then mm-hmm. just knocking it out of the park. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Though it may Molly Shannon, I see that with Leslie. I feel like Leslie Mann's played that a lot. Oh, she yeah. has. Yeah, yeah. she's. And she comes, I think, from more of like an acting background than a comedy. Yeah, she, I mean, she's on the Apatows. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. But just, I guess, um, kind of like supporting, I guess, in that way. No, no, no. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like in my head. Yeah, um, they're, God, they're they're so funny. Rose Byrne's so funny. She's and, so good. Uh, I think I Tom think... Hardy's in it has like three lines and is right, like yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. I think Schwartzman is the funniest. Though. He's so good. I would like, say he's. I feel like he's underappreciated. Uh, but the, he's the keys so exchange is just yeah. in my brain <laughs> all the time. It's so so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so you enjoy yeah. making keys. 
And then when it comes back, when Houston shows up, and the yeah. finally gets in there. Oh, yeah. Well, like, when he's like, yeah, he's like, you like, how it's And like, fit in the lock. And he's like, oh, it's all it all. I figured it out. When, I when she's like, coming onto him in bed and she's like trying to get to happen and he like just like kind of like shakes his head and like rolls over and goes good night then yeah, yeah. yeah. it's oh, so good the what's the book that he's, he's just reading, reading his, like, the book. he's like the first mechanical locks are made of wood they're made yeah. of wood right so. yeah. which it seems like, like he should like, know that already like, like that a mechanical bowl for him to be learning that if he's so interested in keys and she's like, no oh, i think he, he says it about some like yeah some some like automaton or something. Some I think he says it's like a mechanical bowl that was made out of wood. He's so funny. <laughs> uh, so good. She's like eating it, eating that fucking macron. She's like, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. The way he's like okay. so uh, like a shy boy is so funny. So good. When you oh, first he's, meet when him, he's uh, yeah, yeah when he's I, fencing like, with his friends stuff. and they're like yeah. dropping good. their swords. Yeah. That's actually that that one scene reminds me a lot of um the. The um, 2005 Pride and Prejudice. I don't know. Have you guys all seen that? Or yeah, I've no. s- I've, I've seen that. Yeah, That's just, a great movie. Just um, you know, like towards the end when yeah. it's kind of like you see Bingley practicing his proposal with yeah Darcy, which was like them actually practicing their lines, um, yeah. but they uh, they put it in there because it looks so. Anyways, that really reminds me of that. Just like guys Joe- just hanging out and being like, oh, I should have about to meet my wife. <laughs> Joe Wright is definitely like the obvious comp honestly for someone who who did this because like Absolutely. Um, I think it's the you know, he doesn't he doesn't go full anachronistic no. but the like, pride and prejudice is full of like whip pans yeah. and stuff i mean um, uh, and, and speaking zooms. of speaking of joe wright and anna karenina is yeah. crazy speaking of joe wright jamie dornan in this movie is the good version of aaron taylor johnson and anna karenina no. aaron taylor johnson is good anna karenina is like like this like marie antoinette is like one of my like 10 favorite movies of all time um but Anna Karenina is is a, a movie I love very much, so I won't I won't negatively compare it yeah. to that. I, Jordan is I, good at this. I thing. like he's great. Anna Karenina. He's, he's good. I feel like that is maybe a little lost when whenever I shit talk Aaron Taylor Johnson in it, who I think is giving a bad performance and almost saying that's not true. He's he's giving a he's good performance. Never given a good. That's performance. not true. That's he's impossible. good at not looking. <laughs> he, he's given one good performance, and it's Tenet when he shows up and just says it's cowboy. No. Show. He's okay. I don't know if he's ever given a great snogging. performance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Tenet is just right. like you got he's me. Lucky that he that I forgot he was in it and he didn't. I would like to refocus us and uh, talk about Kirsten Dunst, the star of this movie. Oh, the, yes, yes. Let me talk about Kirsten. And done. In what I is like maybe... probably her best performance, right? Like, I, mean, like, yeah, yeah. I, mean, oh, I think it is like oh, the oh, best yeah. performance Melancholia. like ever given. It's so good. It's but like... Melancholia is like a movie I think is incredible and like also one of my favorite movies ever. But this is like on another level it's I a think. perfect yeah. performance i think yeah like, i think it, Kirsten Dunst is like my favorite actor maybe and and this this performance, I like exactly like you guys are saying. I don't need to harp on it. It's like it's perfect. It's, it's like it's, it's, the way she will just like shift her face. It's mm-hmm. like insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The mm-hmm. it's such a subtle right. performance when she's and, like, like walking yes. down the hallway and they're all like whispering behind oh, her and stuff. So and, yeah, yeah. and it's like she's and the way such Sophia a catches that as well is yeah. It's like obviously <laughs> an insane thing to say, but she's like such a sympathetic character, and like the way they play her like indulgences is like she's like yeah. juicing it up so much like the shot of her saying let them eat cake is yeah. so... such, just like a fuck you scene yeah. of like this actor who's been like 
playing it so like calmly and like mm-hmm. because just per- like playing it perfectly and her indulgences are like right it's just like her coping with like not being right. happy right she's like, like it's 16 yeah or whatever. yeah, yeah. yeah. Four- I, that's also the thing she I like she transitions from playing party. 14 to fucking like 30 like it's I mean, yeah, no. the way that it covers time is so yeah. good. This is the and th- it yeah, works because this... Kirsten Dunn's face is, like, beautiful and youthful or whatever, but... Uh... <laughs> right, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, this is the thing was, like, at the time, like, all I got was, like, oh, it's anachronistic or whatever. And, like, I didn't realize sitting down to watch it until, like, to, you know, until I sat down and watched it, how much the movie was, like, an examination of, like, how much agency did Marie Antoinette have in her life? Like, and, like, mm-hmm. that's, like, the primary, like, question of the movie, almost, that, mm-hmm. like, is examining... And, like, yeah, I think it just does that so well. That opening sequence where, like, she, like, is every, every, she's just, like, smiling and obedient at, like, everything they tell her to do and, like, strips down naked for everyone and, like, slips, changes clothes and all that. And, like, and the way that she, like, is able to be, like, yes, this is a person who, like, has been handled so carefully her whole life and she doesn't really necessarily know, like, she knows to do what she's told, but she doesn't necessarily, like, know when she's crossing boundaries and, like, when, when that is a big deal. Like, I think about the, the the stuff that, like, really landed to me was, like, the opera stuff. where she, It's such like, a great... Yeah, she's when she claps. And, right, and she claps. Everyone claps. Right. And, but everyone and, claps at her. It's so... Right, exactly. Yeah. And, like, that someone's, like, it's customary. It's, like, the custom is that we don't clap at the court yeah. or whatever. And then she's, she's like, 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 what? It was so good. And, like, <laughs> yeah. she's yeah. so, like, it's so pure and honest mm. of, like, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. this. I want to yeah. think... And then it turns out, and then like and then later, later on, yeah, when she right, breaks, she does oh, it, and like everyone's like, no, you are not. We're not doing yeah. what you are doing anymore. Like we're not indul- indulging yeah. you anymore, or whatever. Yeah. And like yeah. how yeah. much change, how much she has not changed, but mm-hmm. how much the circumstances surrounded yes. her have changed. Mm-hmm. Like the way that the movie captures that in uh-huh. in showing like her power and her like agency, I think is just like it's it's what I think is really. It's, spectacular and special oh, that's great. this movie when yeah. they find out that the king has died or whatever and they're both like we're yeah. far too young and they both give each other a look like oh <laughs> shit oh, like we can't do this <laughs> yeah. what, what's yeah. this yeah. yeah i mean yeah i mean that's the tricky thing about it and it's like we dodged around a little the beguiled conversation but i think the issues that people had with it are like there is a mirroring there that I think is interesting and why I appreciate Sofia Coppola. Like, I think the issues that both pe- people have with both movies were like, it's so steeped in this perspective that it maybe erases a lot of like the bad things happening around of it and like the social right. context of what's happening. And I think like the it had a complicated reception at Cannes, and some of it were just some people just being lame and not wanting the anachronism, but other parts were yeah. people being like. Is this like pro monarchist? What is this doing? Like, yeah. like is, this is like erasing French history in a way that is like some of us are uncomfortable with. But I guess, but it's clearly not pro monarchist. It's like, oh, they fucking suck. No, it. I mean, it's I like... mean, I think that is a perspective. I, I mean, I think that's what the movie's about. But I that what I I think the movie is brilliant. Why I think the movie is brilliant is because I think it is capturing just like a state of mind more than it is like any specific like political point it's trying to make and i think that is why i also appreciate the beguiled and i also am sort of like hmm at the criticism of the beguiled because i think what it's doing is trying to be like yeah when you're 
a woman in these sorts of society, you don't have any control over like what the world around you and how it changes. And mm. sometimes that's frustrating. And sometimes like that lack of control can be perceived as like fl- a sort of like moral flimsiness or, or like excess in a way that she was obviously was what, like killed Marie Antoinette and I think the movie does a good job of them showing the scenes of where like the working Louis is like oh no we have to keep fighting in America and yeah. and then it cuts to like her buying stuff and then like the ending is so See, the ending is so much about like the people being mad at her buying stuff and not the actual causes of like what is destroying these people and how like people will latch on to that sort of thing and not the other sort of thing that I think it's mm. like it actually makes its point very intelligently and coherently in that way. Yeah, this is like a thing I went through with uh, Coppola that I like, where I was like, um, after we did our episode on the Beguile, I like didn't really enjoy it as much as I like had remembered, and I was like, maybe like I'm not like in on this as much, and like I rem- I was like I do like Virgin Suicides a lot, I like like a lot of her movies a lot, and then when On the Rocks was coming out, I was like, this seems like she is like not really on it like she's like missing something and i was like very dumb in that perspective because then when i watch it it's like such an obvious like mockery of like her own status in a way and like you can see it throughout this like i think uh marie antoinette and bling ring especially like because i mean we'll talk about it a little bit i'm sure but uh people had like problems with uh bling ring saying that it like glorified it and like made it look cool and it's like so obviously (laughs) not doing that and like it's the same thing with this like once the rose burn character is introduced it's like all sort of indulgences and like she starts having the affair with jamie dornan and like the i want candy scene i think is like very cool and well done and like exciting but it's also so bleak because it's like the character right after she finds out that the baby you know like it's yes yes and it's, it's like yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's, it, it, it's, yeah. it's an expert portrayal yes. of like, that's the only control she had over her own situation was just like yes. buying yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yes. Yep. She's like, because like, it's it's the person at the beginning of the movie who's like hugging people because she doesn't know to now. She's yeah. just like, I guess we'll buy everything and like yeah. just shove our faces grotesquely. Yeah. It's almost like uh, spirited away, like just shoveling the food in <laughs> because you can't like. And then you know, every every time she hugs Coogan, it's, it's so, so cool. Yeah. Um, but she's just like, I guess we'll take one of every shoe. Yeah, it's, it's really funny. Um, this, yeah, this this movie is a um, I guess like all of her movies are are very much about like being lonely, um, yeah. in, in some way, and how that how that manifests. And and this one kind of picks the way of like, what if you were incredibly lonely, but like also you're the queen of France, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I love that. And I love that she whereas, did that. Uh, it's such it's such a good idea, and it's such a good idea to um, frame it in these you know these these you know hoppy synth post punk hmm. soundtracking, um, and and this rock and and this this style out you know out the wazoo, um, when it's really uh, it's about like a profoundly lonely person. Um, in a way that it, it, I mean the same to the same level that it's something that's more obviously that like like the virgin suicides or or like somewhere yeah or yeah. or lost in translation or any of them because they're all about this on um, how yeah. if you're yeah. incredibly lonely and you don't know what to do uh, how that manifests in in some way whether you know you you kill yourself 
or whether you steal a bunch of shit um yeah. or whether you know yeah. you you hang out with your daughter and then drive off into the desert um yeah there's a great roger ebert yeah. quote about it that it's like this is Sofia Coppola's third film centering on the loneliness of being female and surrounded by a world that knows how to use you but not how to value and understand you. Yep. And I think that's and that like it's just yeah. like a very easy summation of what she's doing. But I think she's like she has a canniness about it that is yeah. like extremely underrated. And I think that's what I'm talking about when I talked about like her perspective in making movies and why I always enjoy it. It's like yeah. I think I often complain about people not seeming like people in movies and just seeming a little robotty and marionetti and she's like the opposite. She's like directly trying to s- take subjects that might exist in a way that are like either ghosts or like this idea of people and trying to make them directly human in a way that is very yeah. empathetic and understandable and that's that's her magic. That's what and she's Maria's great And Maria is like the like just like yeah, such a great person to do you know one of the most infamous historical figures and i love that she didn't try to make it i don't think she would have like she didn't try to make a historical movie like yeah. obviously it's a period piece to an extent i guess like the strictest definition um, yeah i mean it's, like, it's weird because it won a prize at can as, as like what, what, what let me see what the prize is called it's, yeah it's the cinema prize of the french national education system Wow, and, okay. and, and it won that <laughs> prize, but at the same time, it's like it's rub at Cannes was like, oh yeah, this is like a historical, and it like it completely. Yeah. But I wish more. See this, ignore and that's why the, the 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 reaction is frustrating because I wish more people would like take, kind of like I guess opportunities and uh, to interpret history in these different ways and kind of apply it through their own mm-hmm. lens of, you know, in Sophia's case, especially like the loneliness of being female and being looked at, um, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just I just love that it uh, like as a piece of history, I love that it does that and it I, consciously tries not to be history as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we mentioned that they like they filmed at Versailles and it was like that's a real crazy. Big deal. Yeah, it's how much yeah, Versailles that's, looks, yeah. they got. Like, yeah, and, yeah, the settings are like. And I feel like they'll so. never get that again. Like I yeah, think, there's some especially yeah. after the backlash. This like when they first show like her like quarters like her room it's so one of the craziest crazy. yeah. like maximalist just like so yeah. much on the wall yeah. so much like everywhere I mean, and everything. then like it's like the exterior like the last shot of the movie is so crazy of her it's like the last shot of the it's movie insane. is 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 so perfect I mean Versailles it's the cut the where character. she's like I'm going to say goodbye <laughs> and it's like you see it in the sunset like, as they're driving away yeah. and then just, just like, cut yeah. to the chain yeah. cut to credits yeah. Yeah. Oh it is God. brutal all yeah. cats are gray oh, yeah geez. but it's like and this yeah, yeah and that, that drop is incredible the cure yeah. the cure one that ends it yeah, yeah for sure but I, that's what i thought like in the versailles location because every every other place i could have been just like ah, oh, they made that but that like it's ex- huge exterior it's like you can't make yeah. that no you no, can't make that yeah, there's right. no movie magic and, for that and and she uses that so so extensively. Oh. Like that's where it's at its best. Is or this is why you know I think Marie and the and the Bling Ring are her best movies because it's that they they couch these um these these images of of just incredible loneliness and desperation within these things because Marie is so strong um the movie because of how she when she uses. Um, when she lets like peek through this this total you know absence of 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 knowing what to do um, yeah. like the Avril Fourteenth shot um, where she's walking up the steps mm-hmm. and yes, like yeah. um, like taking advantage of the scale of Versailles to you know shoot the crazy 
wide, wide shot. It's an insane um, shot of she's her those, alone. She's like just a little speck. Yeah, yeah, yep. and and she's so small, and this is such a giant thing, and yeah. she's in charge of it. Um, and and I'll t- we'll, I'll talk more about with the bling ring, but that's the same thing I get when you know of the the house cross section shot. Oh my uh-huh. god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's it's this it's like <laughs> people are so small, and they're 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 making themselves big in some way that they can. Um, which is is folds into then like the maximalist texture of of the movie that people latch on to, but it's it's all it only works when those are together. It's yeah. also just like the you know like putting these people in these so like familiar places, right? Um, obviously, like Versailles is one of the most I I guess probably like recognized and photographed places. Um, but I mean, even like somewhere in the Bling Ring as well, just like the the setting of Hollywood. Um, yeah. Yeah. And to put these people in these places yeah. and see, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about it, but uh, the bling ring shot in Paris Hilton's house. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we talked about Kirsten, uh, Kirsten Dunst's performances. I really, this. I don't know how great. I like her performance in Suicides a little more, but that's only because I think her performance mm. in Suicides is like magic. I think it's like insane, because I, I think. This might be more of an impressed thing, maybe, but it's, like, every moment of Marie Antoinette exists, like, for Marie Antoinette with how, like, in and out she is in Virgin Suicide and how much she has to, like, communicate in, like, a couple of shots. And, like, obviously the movie exists with some distance towards her sometimes. And I think, like, that performance, I think, is, like, one of the better performances I've ever seen on screen. And uh, she's great in Marie Antoinette also, but I wanted to shout her out in virgin suicide yeah i mean no i mean i was watching version i watched virgin suicides after marie antoinette um like on this rewatch and her performance in virgin suicides was so good that it made me realize like how good the marie antoinette one was as well like they both yeah, yeah. like they yeah. kind of played off each other in my mind yeah it's so great in both i mean she is kind of like the key to both films uh, yeah. but in different ways yeah. i mean yeah it's like when she yeah. like the ending of virgin suicides was a mo- like when she appears towards the end, I was like, those were one of those moments where I was like, is she the best actress of all time? It's like, <laughs> I, like, it's like I think so. Yeah. It's like a, yeah. it's like a crazy I'm moment. I'm like willing to maybe it's like say a, that. I think she's like amazing in it. Yeah, and she's like, and she's like 17 when she shoots. The it's so insane. insane. It's so yeah. annoying when someone is young and great. Uh, <laughs> and and she, she's so, so tapped in to yeah. like yeah. what it is to be like a, a human person. And I'm yeah. like, oh, like I told her, how did you, have that in you yeah like it's so canny without being winky and it's so yeah Yeah. for someone in her age that's just insane it's just like so natural i mean i do i do think that like virgin suicides marie antoinette and melancholia is like as strong a set of like top three performances as like almost any actor you don't think her performance in the bling ring is up there yeah (laughs) (laughs) and she's 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 great in the beguiled Um, (laughs) she is really good in the beguiled yeah. yeah yeah but those three are like you know you could put the you know your favorite three performances or my favorite three performances yeah. by yeah. A, any actor up against those three and i'm not sure that they would they would you know top it on average um, I mean, yeah. we, we kind of talked about like the wide shots of like first side of it but also just like the marion it looks so good and just i mean the way it's shot but also just like the composition of some of the shots where they just look like paintings you know yes and it's yeah. like the hunting party where they're having all the yeah. food and then Insane. when they find out like i mean like the kind of i guess the whole section of when they find out they're going to be king and queen and then like yeah. the coronation like it's just uh yeah they have like that renaissance like you can tell she 
paint. I don't know. She just has a great eye. Yeah. And it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. I was reading the Cam Austin Collins wrote a piece about it for The Ringer a couple of years ago, and he talks about the shot where she's crying and it looks like the wallpaper is swallowing her. When up. she slides so that's down. My, yeah, it's that's my insane. favorite. That's, a, yeah. that's an insane yep. shot. That's like such a yep. good shot. And that's uh, when they they go handheld for her breakdown. It's just, the way, it's just yes. this magnificent yeah, yeah. Uh, subjectivity. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, the way that they, she uses handheld in this is, like, so good. Like, obviously, we've t- like I've talked about how much I like Terrence Malick. And, like, most, like, pointedly, there's the scene during the, the Aphex Twin, like, where she's walking through. And it's just, like, her dress going through, like, the weeds yeah. uh, is, like, an insane shot. Um but then, like, the way that the camera just moves around Versailles is insane as well. Like, it's such a gorgeous movie. Um, on Dunn's performance, though, there, it's, like, the line at the end where she's just, like, I'm saying goodbye. Like, it's such a pointed, like, diction. It, it like, broke me. Uh, it's such an incredible performance. It's such an incredible movie. Uh, I also, I, I don't know... There was a minute where I was away. I don't know if anyone talked about Tom Hardy, but he's really funny in this. Yeah, he's good. We mentioned him. They played the name on head card game. Uh, <laughs> right. But yeah. Always fun. Um, with that, I we talked we, yeah, a lot about Bling move Ring. To Bling Ring. Move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 2013, played yeah. in a certain regard. Um, right, so it was the opening film of Uncertain Regard. Wow. Uh, which... E- a certain regard very rarely has a film by a director of Sofia Coppola's stature though they're this is in like kind of a period where they are doing weird things with it like is it how many years later is it that Yeah, so two years later, uh, they put Cemetery of Splendor in That's a crazy. certain regard, uh, which is the Puget Pong Beresethical follow-up to the Palm d'Or yes. winning uh, Uncle Boonik, you can recall his test slides. And, like, I think, I think just when they do that, it's like, like, I think this is the opening. I think that there's absolutely, like, a perception that's like, oh, they must have done it because it's just, like, not as good as their other movies. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes, I think in this case, it was more of a, like, oh, let's get, like, a big kind of glamoury, starry uh, opening movie yeah. for a certain regard. But even in, like, the very ethical case where it's not really that, like, even if it is, like, maybe that they don't think it's good it's like okay like three guys didn't think it was yeah. as good and then like that just makes everyone go like be less likely to see it be less likely to like it like they're just i was looking at the like kind of some of the stats and they're just like it's not like obvious the the reaction was not as good as her other movies but also just like there were it, it was like mixed leaning positive but there was like i cannot find anyone like raving no. the bling ring which is ridiculous it's so, it's it's so, so good. insanely it good. is it's an so incredible good. movie um it's crazy this they didn't put her in cop like yeah. following because <laughs> yeah this like, is somewhere yeah. wins the golden lion yeah this is at yeah. venice right yeah, yeah. they should have just which, put her like, in cop. i think that was kind of a uh uh 
slightly divisive one as well, just because it's so like low key. Mm. Yeah, I know, but, but like, uh, but and that movie obviously also is like insanely good. Yeah, and then uh, I guess they're just like covering their ass when they put Beguiled in like her after that. But like, right? It, it, it's such like, Which, like I don't even want to say that the Beguiled isn't as good because I haven't seen it in a while. Not, like, I don't, I'll I don't think it's quite as good. But I do. I, I am very high on the Beguiled. Actually, I think it's really great. But I'm, 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 like, Bling Ring is so good. I might say the Beguiled. But I like Bling Ring. Um, I think Bling Ring. I, I would like, not say that the Bling Ring is. is my it, the Bling Ring is. Yeah, it's, the, it's her best movie. It's the thing wow. of like someone who is like one of my favorite filmmakers. I think doing like everything she does great, but also about a subject that I find fascinating of yeah. like mid two thousand celebrity yes, culture. Exactly. Yeah, it's right. like hitting every sort of thing that I like. Yeah. <laughs> of just like. I mean, it's just yeah. such a funny thing to use, like, TMZ footage of, like, yes. Adrena Patridge, like, someone that no one thinks about anymore. Right. Like, like, no one's... That's what I loved about it. All right, okay. After mentioned, like, spending too much time on Yahoo Celebrity wa- Yeah, that's very Celebrity Bling News. <laughs> which is, like, such... So, like, when this, like, I read about it, I was like, holy shit, because, like, you know, I had heard about the Bling Ring, like, the, the real Bling Ring. Um... Mm-hmm. And it's like I was so angry when this movie came out and like no one liked it because I was like obviously to me it that was like that was like my moment of being like I am young and like this is an important thing of like the culture and like you are just old and you don't realize it yet, um, but like this is like, important yeah. and it's I really like also mm. how she doesn't really it's like very clearly like to me now like you know it's like set in two thousand thirteen in a way but also in two thousand eight and also in yeah. two thousand ten. In the sense that it's like using Facebook in this very kind of like 2010 way, yes. but TMZ is such like a 2000, I think you know, like 2008 kind of phenomena. Yeah. That all the clothes are like you know look like it's 2013, um, <laughs> and that's really interesting to me, just kind of like bridging that. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but no, it was so good, and I think yeah. it's only aged better since. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, aged very nothing well. about it. I was gonna yeah. say no- that it's like, I think May- Bling Ring might be the one I like. I don't know. I like. I just don't want to make it sound like I'm anti Bling because I think it's very, yeah. very good. No, yeah, yeah. But I think what makes me respond to Bling Ring less than the other ones is that I think the other ones are playing this very like interesting note of like being like, oh, this is a these are like people you aren't considering, and let me give them humanity and consider their perspective. And yeah. then with Bling Ring, I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm this person. I get it. I don't need. I don't need all this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have a thousand percent. I, w- I, I did w- this. Yeah, I would have a thousand percent have robbed all these people. Yeah. I like how Andy was nodding at the beginning <laughs> of your statement, and then you said the exact opposite of what he wanted you to say. Yeah. I mean, well, no, no. I mean, yeah. This I was like. This is definitely the movie that I like was coldest on of these, and it was like, it's such a mean movie, and like no. it's a, it's it's a movie a... where it's it's it's, what do you it's also it in... clarify that I don't understand what you mean. <laughs> I mean, at it's all. a movie that's like I don't know. It's so much like fuck these people. I feel like and like who, who is it saying that about? Who? Which people? The bling ring the, or the celebrities? The both. Like everyone. It's like no. everyone's no. like. It's Incredible. like about like this talks, and it's. What? And it's like a both. What the enemy is like both. TMZ. <laughs> yes, the enemy is celebrity culture. Yeah, it's just the celebrity culture. Is, no, I mean it's, but it's like I don't know. The, these like it's these girls are like so like 
like I don't understand what draws them to it like at all and like I don't think the movie does anything to like what draws them to what being obsessed with celebrities what they, they're teenagers yeah. what did when she goes like you just said in you read jail interview weekly and in the library like, as a teenager <laughs> yeah like, what do you mean I, like, that's what they're like, doing it but they're like, like I was but they like, had the internet instead yeah <laughs> right but it was never like, I don't know the materialism of it all like I don't like quite get that and like I don't and it's just I don't know. This movie, the, the thing about this movie was like, I was like, I bet the article that this is based on is really good. Was like my main takeaway from it is like, this feels like an article that's like an expose or whatever. What an Andy like take. A, it's the <laughs> most ridiculous I, it's, and, thing I've ever heard. And it's like, every filmmaking decision <laughs> is like fascinating. And it's like such a, like an I get it movie. Like I was like, I get that. I like, I felt like I got it. Like 10 or It's like impossible to take away from this movie. And then like it just I don't didn't understand. do anything. Like it was this like, movie? okay, I get all these, like these characters or whatever. They're, they, they have this like quality of like vapidity or whatever. And like, it, I don't know. It, no, it, it, it like, I did not yeah, respond it's, to it's it. It's so interested in, in figuring out why they, <laughs> The, why, like, why the vapidity? Yeah. How that's productive yes. for them? Yes. What yeah. the what the point? Why they're vapid in that way? Mm-hmm. And and what it's what motivates them, them yeah. to be like that? And and how that um is kind of this again? It's like it's the same movie as Marie Antoinette almost in the way. And then as all her movies, like I said, it's like this how you're trying to fight loneliness, and it and it's by like being as vapid as you possibly can and 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 mm-hmm. stealing things from celebrities and like an attempt to like steal their lives and like yes. become them. Yeah. I mean it's a it's the thing of when uh you know the character Rebecca is like er, in jail at the end and she's like what did Lindsay say? It's yeah. like obviously so much obsessed. Oh my god. This I love how also just Oh, sorry. No, no, Jesse, go ahead. To say something totally unrelated, uh, I know there's so many obvious uh, song picks for the end of this episode, Helen, but you do now have to use How to Fight Loneliness. What? No. It's, it's, I'm not. No, I'm sorry. I'm rich kid. As a good <laughs> Thank song. Thank you, Helen. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> there's no other way about it. Um, no. But, but the thing, like, this, yeah. what I watched just, like, a few, like, a month ago, maybe, um, and... Like, my biggest takeaway was, like, Emma Watson is giving, like, truly, I think, one of the comedic performances of the decade. It's such a funny performance from tip to tail. But then this watch, I was like, Katie Chang is... Katie Chang. She's so good. It's, it's like, I, I say insane too much, but it is, like, I don't know how you play, like, so apathetic while also being so charismatic to where she's, like... The, the cops are at her door and she's just like, like yeah I know why you're here like my friend I didn't do it my friend I didn't do it. it and then no. she's like right after yeah. it, she's like if I could tell you like would that help me it's like such yeah. and it's, they, they and find it it's like, like if I could help you that, yeah. oh my god she just keeps oh my god. doubling down like everyone's yeah. like we should not go to any more houses like the person who like dro- drove drunk and got in a car accident and was nothing like, they were like I should have been dead she's telling you to chill yeah. and then she's just like no I want to go to like we got to go to Lindsay's house now. It's like so. Yeah, I mean, crazy. This really trying to not encrypt. She, really she trying to not incriminate she's myself. Like not. But uh, I, I know, I know a lot of people like that. Let's just keep it. But this is the thing: is like I watch the movie and I'm like, the like, the moments where uh, you know the lead character uh, Broussard, the actor, like um, yeah. 
is like Mark okay is let's go let's go let's go let's go i'm like yeah, that's, that's me, me but yeah. i never get there i'm yeah. like okay you guys have fun like, <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna stand like, outside and just like look around yep, scared yep, yep, same, same i was just and, and I, yeah please kt yeah no i was just like i just kind of want okay one i think this is emma watson's best performance hands down in and country mile ever yeah oh, i mean yeah of course <laughs> um, i mean it's her best performance but it's also one of the better performances so, that's oh, been given funny it's yeah, such a it's funny so funny I, I love that she got to do this um but yeah. also i just i love how i guess we, we were talking about you know like being lonely and stuff but for me i also really take away marie antoinette and um the I guess maybe Virgin Suicides is a kind of like a middle between the two. Um, but, you know, being, Marie-Antoinette is like, we're with Marie and she's being looked at constantly, right? And this is very much from the perspective of like the people who are looking at like the, you know, rich bitches or whatever um, to take a cue from the opening credits of Bling Ring. Um, and I feel like that's, and the most, I think most of our movies are about being looked at, sorry, no, or like more with the people who are being looked at and how they deal with that um, than the people who are being looked, being the lookers. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really reflective. This just feels like it's very much still a Sofia Coppola film, but it's also still, I think it's like her most different film of what she's made yeah. of everything. Um, and I just love like the kind of like stylistic I mean, yeah, like, it's still very much her movie, but it's, like, very different and stylistically different from everything that she's done. Yeah. Um, like, I think even the choice, even though you think, like, oh, her making a film about kids who steal from celebrities, that boilerplate kind of does sound like something she'd do. Yeah, I just... It's just, like, it's very adventurous, and I feel like that was also maybe part of the pushback from it, is, is that it was very... Maybe not what you'd expect from her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way that she, like, cuts around between, like, the interviews and... So good uh the mm-hmm. like you know the the action um and then also the way she uses like archival footage and yeah. like you were saying like the use of facebook of like uh like clicking around and like just that the whole thing is they're just like <laughs> i can find the celebrity's address in yeah. google and like when they're out of town yep. and it's <laughs> just such a good thing um yeah you mentioned the uh the opening credits like where it's directed by Sofia Coppola and the middle it just says rich bitch. It's yep. so funny. It's such a genius move. It's, a, it's such a fuck you. I love it so much. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, it's like, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I mean, she's very canny about like how like thievery is a jealousy based exploit. When you're these sorts of people, it's like, obviously mm. they all live in a city. It's like, no, none of them are starving. Obviously all of them, are doing are yeah. these things because they just want to have some adjacency to this life that they are theoretically adjacent to being in LA and just like how did the, the like one upsmanship of, of just being like oh well this is an expensive thing I've heard about so let me get this thing and let me get this n- this next level thing and just like not stopping until it gets too far because you're 17 and you're thinking <laughs> nothing yeah nothing is ever gonna come crashing down on you it's just like she's she's like very canny about these things it's like again mm-hmm. it's like the only reason i'm less into this movie is because those were things that i was already a lot more aware of cops yeah. don't i mean listen. there's like it the... is go no, ahead sorry call no no call him. go ahead the way that she does the uh of ju- i think it's like a, a line where they're like she like after the footage came out 
like from us robbing Adrena Partridge's or Patridge's house, and like we didn't get in trouble. She just was like, "Well, I'm gonna keep doing it," and it's like <laughs> that is the whole thought process of just like yeah. we'll go until we get caught of like escalating mm. from uh, people that they know, like as like kids whose families are out of town, right. to like just cars that have their doors open uh to yeah. full so, like, on. I, again another accurate yeah. thing about stealing which is a lot less things are locked than you think that uh, they are <laughs> keep an eye out young kids out there <laughs> stealing yeah. a lot more easy than you think it is uh, i mean obviously yeah. paris <laughs> i mean the, yeah, the key just... under the mat with the eiffel tower is yeah, so, funny. so funny <laughs> yeah. yeah i will say i am surprised that Paris Hilton let them use her house because she was moving like she just looks so lame when you're looking around her house (laughs) oh I mean all the the pillows of her face the monkey it's so funny Uh and it was like it was all like real because they the um like the documentary on it they're like we were in Paris Hilton's house there's like a shot of uh Sofia Coppola um like like brushing her teeth in Paris Hilton's sink (laughs) but then they just pan around and it's like this is what it looks like in the movie like all of this is like not Mm -hmm. been exaggerated like this is what they walked in and saw and we're like Mm -hmm. and you're like oh like it makes like if I was faced with this I'd be like what like what the hell else am I supposed to do yeah and like take off go shopping yeah Yeah. Yeah. and it's like the very good again very good accurate escalation of just like oh we're gonna take things that people won't notice like they have so much stuff so we're just gonna take a little bit yeah so the end they're just bringing random people who were like don't get don't give a shit and then are just like stealing full like oh my god like full thing like full (laughs) decorate my house like the entire thing of jewels when he's selling the rolexes which is crazy just gonna yeah. get too comfortable yeah. he's like yeah. stolen. and that guy is the lead singer of bush which i always forget and is insane oh really yeah wait uh, gavin 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 rossdale ah. that's is that true i didn't know that is that's the crazy. fence yeah 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 of, that of is insane fame. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's crazy i did not know that <laughs> the guy he tries to sell the watch to that's so funny yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that scene is so funny oh, where he's just like, like i'll give you I'll five thousand dollars for right. six and rolexes he's like, he's like shouldn't it be more and he's, he's like, like not for their soul he just like what's wrong with grabs you? a stack of money and hands it to yeah. him and he makes he doesn't not yeah. even like he doesn't even like pretend to count it it's so yeah he doesn't pretend to count it he doesn't pretend like he has any like leverage it either he's like okay yeah yeah. Yeah. he doesn't yeah yeah. (laughs) broussard Um, is is so good yes um in that scene and and broussard is is a classic of a questionable (laughs) yeah yeah we we don't like him but um he i do think is really incredible in this movie and uh claire jillian in that scene uh in a lot is is very good and tessa farminga is is really terrific everyone is so good yeah um, which, now, which just feeds uh, about into, like, Claire Julian, uh, that's a stage name. Do we know what her real last name is? Denise. Is it Coppola? <laughs> no, she is Claire Fister. Oh. Okay. Oh. Her <laughs> only I, other movie role is a the, the, uh, small role in The Dark Knight. She's Night crazy. I okay, so she's, she's, she's very good. And Wally Fister's like, daughter? Everyone. Yes, she's Wally okay. Fister's daughter. Oh, wow. Um. I feel like she. Yeah. I've seen her in five. I didn't know that. Bazillion things. She has one of those faces no. that just. looks... She's never been in anything. It's crazy. She... That's like the crazy thing. Yeah, about this it's cast. like it's those two yeah. things, and then like uh, she plays herself in a or not herself. She's in a Phoenix video that mm. Sophia Coppola directed. It's, yeah, it is crazy. By the same year. I, was like, uh, I love. That's it. Also, just like how this movie is like different from like the rest of her work. Is that like she's really branching out here with like actors, right? I think we yes. all like make fun of the whole like oh Kirsten Dunst and like Elle Fanning thing, um, but then like she's just 
I I love that she's just like working with other people this time around. <laughs> and she hasn't, crazy. she yeah. hasn't worked with any of them again. And I feel a lot of them haven't worked again, which is that's yeah bonkers. Yeah, like Katie Chang, I just looked she's at like and around... she seems like she's got like a maybe a biggish role in like some animated show with a big cast yeah. that AMC's yeah, doing. Right. Bru- Broussard, I, she's like she's like been guy. in various stuff. Broussard yeah, like I, is I, I, I yeah, think I, people are anti him yeah, now. Yeah, he did some bad stuff, but uh I was like, I've never seen this guy before, and then I'm like, oh yeah, he he's in the Happy Death Day movies. I I have seen. Yeah, he's also oh, in yeah, okay. the first to all the boys I've loved before movie. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh man. Um. Yeah. It's crazy that like, the marketing for this movie is so much like Watson and like yeah. I want to rob, which is such right. a funny line. Yeah. Rob is uh, such like, a good, It's like a thought, perfect line. Yeah. I just thought literally until the point that I started the movie and it was a shared credits block. I was like, oh, Emma Watson deleted. Well, yeah, movie, and that's right? the thing. It's oh. like. She's the biggest she name in the movie, it. and she mm-hmm. also and like it. doesn't work much. Like it's crazy. Like, Isn't, well, she is she because she's fully stopped acting now. She's retired. Oh, I mean, yeah, she's like fully. Yeah. Wow. Out now. I mean, so what, she, I think she's like, I'll work what I want to work or whatever. But okay. like, she's okay. not. She's focusing sense. on like advocacy. I think. Yeah, she's right, like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a thing. I think there was a thing going around, and then she was like. Well, the pandemic. Like, I'm not doing yeah. things during the pandemic <laughs> okay, or whatever. No, but even before then, I think. But um... yeah, she's definitely slowing down. But I feel like, like, like if Greta Gerwig calls her back up, like, yeah, right. yeah, really, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you and Little Women too. Just off the yeah, which is <laughs> but like I bet her, like her back for the Joe's Boys show they just announced. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet like I really like, um, I really like Watson in, in Little Women, and I think she gives a pretty, pretty darn good performance in a couple of the later Harry Potter movies. Um, yeah. So she's like a, a solid actress, but it is it is insane. Yes. Um, and this movie like kind of codifies like how sh- incredible of a director um, of a, like an actor's director. Mm, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Sofia Coppola is in that like all of her movies were like running down the cast and were like they're incredible, they're incredible, they're incredible. You can go like mm-hmm. twenty names deep yeah. and be like I remember them and they're incredible and I've never seen them be that good in anything else. It's, yeah. Ever. Yeah. yeah. And like even Kirsten Dunst who is like an incredible actor, it's like her two best performances are these like Sofia Coppola movies or like Melancholia. Yeah. But like it, it she's she pulls these things out of people and she like Kirsten Dunst was like a, a child actor who yes. like Virgin Suicides is like her first like adult, adult. like serious thing and she pulls this magical performance I out just want to say um, not uh, that she's not very talented on her own but yeah no, I just want to say that like not to ignore my favorite uh, Sophia poll which is Chris Pontius and somewhere which is one so of those good. so yeah. good <laughs> that too performances and like random ass pull out of nowhere to be a very good in a movie he yeah he really is like tremendous in that um yeah. And the, it's somewhere like Elle Fanning is like a kid there, and that's yeah. like her first like real mm-hmm. like incredible performance. And like Dorf yeah. is like not an actor. I'm like, oh, I got to see the next Steven Dorf thing. But he's yeah. like yeah. maybe one of my favorite performances yeah. of that year. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, like he, she made she made a movie about like I could talk about. So I lo- I love somewhere. I think that's my favorite movie. Somewhere is favorite somewhere. movie of hers. Somewhere is somewhere but is. It's like she yeah. made a movie about watch. like an extremely like famous actor and she cast Dorf there Steven instead Dorf, of like yeah, yes. it's so funny <laughs> the hottest guy in the world he's just yeah. like slopping around in his cast um, and Michelle Monaghan's like disgusted with him yeah. the, uh, but like even Murray in On the Rocks like that is his best performance in, in, in decades years, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah since like Lost like in Translation maybe since an Anderson yeah, yeah. yeah. but and like Rashida Jones, and like uh, you know, yeah, Rashida Jones is like Wayne's, a great actor. Yeah, Wayne. So. I mean, Wayne yeah. is like the pull there, right? Oh, Wayne yeah. is really good too. Um, yeah. But yeah, on Blingring, 
it, the thing with Watson and like I know Andy, you don't think he's funny in this movie, which is I, really yeah, she is another one who like didn't really register for me other than like I thought the accent was bad. That was basically that's <laughs> yeah. no. so good. It's like if you have you watched the video of of um, Alexis what's her name? Nears. Alexis Nears, she sounds like that. Like it's, I mean, it's but it sounds perfect. like the, uh, the standard American accent Emma Watson does in other things. And I it like, doesn't. No. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Like, like, you are wrong. wrong. Little Woman is a nightmare. <laughs> Jesus, sorry. Um, uh, but she does not do a good accent in Little Woman. It's is... so funny like that she's kind of like a dork to everyone else where it, she, they're like what is she doing like as she's dancing <laughs> to fucking Azalea Banks in the club. It's one of the funniest moments in a movie. Like especially now like the cut from I Wanna Rob to, like, I didn't know what they were doing is, like, yes. also just, yeah. like, so I mean, editing oh magic, I mean, but yeah. also just, oh. yeah. Sarah Flack is so good. It's like, this this and Somewhere both, I think those might be the only two of hers that she did. Maybe she maybe she did The Beguiled. But, yeah. but I, don't think she, I don't think she stuck around um, or was on the earlier ones. But she is uh, uh, terrific, terrifically edited movies. Yeah, I mean. Um, this and Somewhere especially. I want to talk like a little bit about the robbery scenes because I think all of them. And actually, while we're on Watson, I have a Watson moment that I, I love, wrong. which is uh, the Watson moment that I love in this is, uh, and it's both an acting moment and like a writing and filmmaking moment is the uh, when she's getting taken away by the police. It's I think that hurting me. Is like, like, you can't yeah, do that. It's like, like mom, mom. It's like, yeah, she's just well, yelling, yeah, mom. It's like it's the confluence of like okay as you see in like both a little bit at the beginning and in the rest of the movie like she's get the character is giving this huge performance but also like we know that like police hurt people yeah. and that like she's like an 18 year old that probably does want to talk to her mom yeah. like having those two things going in, uh, on at once and like I think that scene is really incredible and then I mean yeah also the scene where she's being interviewed and man keeps interrupting her and she's just yes, like please funny. like so good. oh my god it's so funny yeah. this is my that's interview funny. and yeah. it's like her interview for like committing a yes. crime yes. and, like, and then her lawyer's like don't answer that and, and she's, she's like, like i actually is... have a really good thing to say <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's that's my i think my favorite line it's so funny and i can't remember the exact wording but it's so perfect she, yeah she's i mean like, yeah but that's I the way that she delivers all interesting thing to say yeah the really like you're really stressing me out moment when mark's dad comes in and she's smoking yes <laughs> right, and she's like it's fine mr whatever like whatever his name is yes, uh, yeah. uh but yeah the robberies um the, the way it opens with like them walking backwards so, good. so the camera can't see them it's like terrifying uh and it's like it's one of those things that like you see or i see and i'm like i would never think to do that <laughs> like they are so like they've done this so much of like oh they have cameras we have to walk backwards <laughs> so they don't see our face and we look like zombies it's terrifying Sofia um, direct a horror movie is what i'm hearing i mean colin yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah but there's like those five minutes of the beguiled sure. where where farrell is like stalking andrew rice yeah. and That's it's like, like this class. is the scariest thing i've ever seen and, um, yeah and then there's also the robbery um where they i mean the one the the, the like house. the famous one the yeah. house that's, uh, I mean, it's, it's just like the perfect, perfect. It's one yeah. of the craziest scenes. Mm -hmm. The way that you just ball. see the lights come up yeah. and then go back down as they're like running around, um, and then like the cut to the like green night vision footage of his face oh. like on the camera is oh. so good. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's at one point, but then like also a, a, the a one cut, I think a good cut. From... Oh, sorry. 
one of them being like, "Oh, we have to show them the like the karaoke, the bar room or whatever it is." And yes. Then the, mm-hmm. and, right, the yeah, club the club room, room and yeah. he's like, "I don't know for a second And then they're all just like, they're like, they're <laughs> yeah, like a yeah. tent and party. They do party yeah. foul. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, and they spill. It's like you just spilled something. Like yeah. someone's gonna notice that. Like you were in their house. Yeah. Yep. Like, um, <laughs> but the one when they rob Rachel Bilson from the OC's house, uh, and it's that's the one that is like all silent. And like um, slow mo, yeah. and, and then yeah, like yeah. when they start like freaking out and are like running out of the house, is like so like yeah. The shot, um, I think it's in that sequence of Katie Chang, um, like just looking in the mirror. That's Lindsay it's Lohan's so, house. That's my favorite shot. Oh, that's a, that's yeah. a different one. Yeah, that's okay. Lindsay, that's like the last one. Lindsay Lohan's yeah. house because she loves Lindsay the most, and it's like yeah. Oh, oh and she's got the perfume and like got the perfume. It's crazy. Either side really quick and just like it's just the silent and the this silent stuff and I, I did yeah and Katie's, it's, it's crazy Katie's it's performance beautiful. there is like perfect it's really an incredible performance like yeah I yeah. want to like underline 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 how good and like how just like measured everything is that she says and like yes yeah. even though she's like the most like a cipher yeah because she's yeah. kind of like a cipher to Mark who's the closest right. to a point of view character exactly. yeah. yeah I mean and then like the the recreation stuff of like the webcam of him uh that, when he's yeah. just like you can like watch the video of the real right, yeah, it's still on guy that's like that. yeah. that's like my favorite maybe my favorite shot of the movie is just that that one the with you know it's like the grainy web webcam yeah. and he's he's dancing and mm-hmm. lip syncing it's just this so this is perfectly like interior like mm-hmm. like I this mean, is this guy yeah. it's like one of the only times it's like this is him and not like how he's mm-hmm. like yes trying when to he walks up with the ice cop and he's like what's up bitch is <laughs> like <laughs> so <Yeah>. performative <laughs> yeah. yeah um the uh and, and like the we talked about the music so much like so there's the all of the light scene is insane yeah uh when there's the power the uh power the, yeah. the, the sleigh bells yeah. the sleigh bells the sleigh bells the only one is, yeah. is one of my um, favorite opening yeah. opening song but the song i don't know what it is um but when the cops are raiding and it's just like the drums <laughs> it's insane <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was losing my mind yeah. i forgot about it that sounds great too. I feel like that song's always reminding me of like the TMZ, like the bum bum bum. Oh yeah. Sound as well. Dun, dun, dun. Which don't yeah. they don't they go right into that? They like I think play they do. Yeah. Maybe. the TMZ. Yeah, because so they cut I to mean... them, then they become the celebrities, right? Because then they be, they get what they want yeah. in TMZ. Yeah, and they're, they're like them. Mark, Mark, Mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just like, like magical framing because they're like going to jail and they're yep. like, I love this like yep. more than anything. Yeah, I mean, like what my life has been for. It's like. Not to hit the same point again, but it, it that's another thing where it's like, yeah, that's a playlist I had in 2013. It's like, yeah, it just like, yeah, I get it. It just like it, again, it just like, was a little too. I don't want to say close to home because that suggests that like it affected me, but it was like I, I, it was a movie where I was like, I, I when crowd as soon as crowd on the ground hit started playing, I was like, oh yeah, I get the I get literally everything the movie's doing right now, and then I just mm. sat there and watched the rest of it and it's fun uh, it's a very good fun movie and i also uh, sort of like he- like hate to say it but waves might have destroyed kanye in movies for me when it's like yeah god when I mean, when, <laughs> when the when yeah when they get hit by the car Jesse. that scene i i was just like yeah did something bad's gonna happen it's the fucking fast dying <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, MIA, yeah yeah, yeah, that's really funny. Um, yeah. And also when she's singing Rick Ross early on yeah. is really funny. The Rick uh, Ross, yeah, that's funny. The Waves I, use yeah. of, um, why can't I think of it? The From Life of Pablo. Like, what that song. Well, and, no, uh, Waves is, uh, yes, I, am I Am a God. God, from is God from the oh, I Am a God, right, yes. Yeah. Um, 
one of the worst needle drops in a movie. It's so just poorly yeah. done. And I mean, this this movie for sure does it better. Has a better grasp of it. But like Kanye in movie, there's a thing I'm sort of like, I I can't I, I can't. It's like it's it's he makes music that is too on the nose in a way that and in a way that I very much appreciate when I'm listening to Kanye West music. But I think an interesting thing about needle drops is recontextualizing, and there's no recontextualizing you can do with Kanye yeah. West movie. This is just about well, like being too famous and feeling weird about stuff. I'm like, Maybe. I'm like not, I, I'm like not even sure I agree. Oh, sorry, I think Jesse might be about to say. Oh, what I was, I was about just to gonna say. say I think someone say will. It. I think someone will like figure out like a movie with like a bunch of Kanye West music. Like, it, there's a couple in this, and it basically works. But like, I think. Someone who is smarter than Trey Edward Schultz will like do what he originally wanted to do, and just like do a movie with a bunch of Kanye in it and I figure feel, it out. I feel like, like there's the, nothing to be mined from that. Again, as, as, maybe. as a like person the, who really loves some of his older music, maybe I, I think, just think the music is so good that like someone has yeah. to figure. I think it, it out. like recon. I think that the Kanye in this movie almost like is recontextualized in like how well it's aged like in using a Kanye song in this way um from I mean obviously he was already like very much like big figure Kanye West in 2013 um but in the way like in the last like three or four years um like like how Kanye has been I think I think it's aged very well um in that way I think power I agree is like almost like you're like okay this is like yeah, the that's, song that's like you video would game use. trailer music I yeah think. that's what <laughs> yeah that's what power but it's is. it's very good I mean it's a great but song. like all I think the the all of the light scene mm. is like I think mm. really um kind of a masterful um use of like of like you know diegesis and needle drops is like this is like because it, it is that kind of song for me and like this. You you're you're free to do anything like yeah. possible, right? It's I like mean, one of the ultimate like. I think it's interesting. You know, I think it communicates something very funny and immediate in that like that's a song about like being so famous that it becomes an annoyance, and they're singing like, "Yeah, this is awesome. Let's do this." And well, that's a song that is clearly like, "This isn't awesome. This is like a problem for me as Kanye West." But I think again, I think that's like a thing that's been done a lot, and it's like no, it's like if I saw it, it's like one of those things where if I saw it in 2013, I would be like. You fucking did it. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I, I, I never loved the movie more than this, but seeing it now, I it sort of seems obvious to me in a way that it's not its fault. But like it's like a it's like one of those things where this I of all the needle drops, I think I enjoyed the Virgin Suicides ones the most. And it's like it's not like Ooh. it they're not obvious, but I think they are used interestingly and for while the ones in Marie Antoinette and in Bling Ring, I sort of just like I I sort of like from the first song got what she was doing, and then it was just like that every time. That's almost I I almost have like the opposite where like for me like the Virgin Suicide Squad songs are like oh those are just like <laughs> classic rock songs that I have heard five bajillion yeah. times those are the ones that I'm like okay it, that's funny but like I get it I just want to point out that Jesse did say Virgin Suicide <laughs> Squad which is very funny <laughs> um, wait I no I did. said the Virgin Suicide Squad no you you said it, squad. 100%, it sounded like a squad. squad it was definitely um, a squad what are we energy. some kind of Virgin Suicide Squad <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so that movie, that's so. just the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. None, James none Gunn. Of them, you gotta do like a 
I guess we're doing it on this episode, so I was going to say um, uh, Suicide Squad version Suicides, The Suicide Squad, yeah. triple feature. Yeah, but that's, that's, <laughs> that's they're going to be the same yeah. movie and then the Virgin yeah. Suicide. I mean, that's what I think I agree with, Jesse, in that I think there is a good movie to be made using a bunch of modern music, and I just don't, I'm not a thousand percent sure somebody has really done it in a way that I think mm. is interesting, mostly because I think filmmakers, I mean, shout out to Sofia Coppola, but that is not her music that is like obviously yeah. gener- generations like younger than her so it's like I, mm-hmm. yeah but she's cool i mean she's cool but it, yeah. even then it's like oh i'm gonna put a bunch of cool music in it and uh, i think some of it some of the lower key stuff in bling ring i think she like uses well and other stuff is just color and i think it's very good fun interesting color but i'm not like getting a lot of depth out of it which is like it's definitely not like yeah. right like you know Maria is kind of like okay like this is what she was listening to in high school or whatever right yeah or maybe not high school but like this is very much right i mean yeah yeah i mean you can make like this trilogy yeah. of like probably virgin suicide is a bunch of old people music and then Marie Antoinette right. is what she was listening to and then bling right. ring is a bunch of young people music yeah, right. i do think, think it is like anyone has almost done a movie that like yeah i was thinking that really I, because, like, I like Waves, but obviously that movie is extremely silly. Uh, and then I like, the, like, you know, like, the obvious people would be like, I'm sure, like, the softies could do it, but they haven't really. I mean, yeah, they use, and Uncut Gems, the way they use, like, yeah, the music some, of the era of, like, 2010. There's some yeah, there's, there's, is there uh, some Spring Breakers? Spring Breakers is mostly, like, which... That movie it's is mostly like tied to this movie because they. Like, oh, absolutely. Right, yeah. Because that was like both it was the early. big year of like everyone was mad at these movies because they like came to see like there's like Emma Watson stars or whatever, or whatever. Yeah. and like and then right. the movie was not what they were expecting. Yeah. And, like, the... Yeah, and also those are like two, the two of the first like at least two of the first high profile. A twenty four. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah. And they like gave yeah. them really yeah. wide releases and yeah. like it didn't yeah. go very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. And then there's the A.O. Scott. What are the A.O. Scott six movies that he put in 10th place uh, for his uh, best of 2013? It's those two and then American Hustle and Wolf of Wall Street. I thought about Wolf of Wall Gatsby. Street a lot while watching this movie. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, and it's a similar. What's the sixth one? It, it's, it's Great all, Gatsby, like, Wolf of Wall Street, Bling Ring, Spring Breakers, Pain and Gain, American Hustle. Painting. Those are all like. I mean, yeah, these are all like movies that had the conversation of like depiction versus endorsement in a way, like, Mm. um, especially like Wolf of Wall Street and, uh, you know, Bling Ring are tied in that way. Uh, And String Breakers, I think. Those are the ones that are like the most that. Yeah. um, Yeah. uh, And Pain and Gain, I feel like. I mean, yeah, but I don't feel like anyone was like, I can't believe Michael Bay like betrayed his uh, morals to make pain and gain <laughs> i guess um, Michael, pain and gain it was more just like they, i think that had like people who were portrayed in the movie being like i don't like this, this. yeah, this yeah. Is irresponsible um but uh the thing with i mean like you say that it is like a playlist for the soundtrack of uh bling ring like it's a playlist you had at this time and i agree but i'm like and that's good <laughs> that's why i like it I and mean, i think he's I'm doing like a bit of like, like i'm not saying it's bad for sure no yeah i yeah i, I mean like more that uh i i don't see it and i'm not i'm not like like oh I, I see like what she's doing i'm like this works for me in such a way of like she's doing like maximalism in mm. the soundtrack of like 
it's an obvious thing to put super rich kids at the end, but she yeah. does it and it works it's so like well. It's gorgeous. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's like, but, yeah. It's like a lot of people have tried to do it. It's like Booksmart does it worse, but I think it's like the same problem yeah. as Booksmart where I'm just like, yeah, I get it. Like, like rich kids love rap, hip hop and it's like, a, and it's an interesting dichotomy. Like Spring Breakers might actually what? be the interesting one. Like Spring Breakers might I mean, be the But Spring Breakers, it's mostly just like, a Skrillex song repurposed, like a bit of Gucci Mane, and then like a Britney Spears song from whatever the '90s. Like, I, I unless I'm remembering wrong, I don't remember it being super needle droppy. And then you you have like the sort of riff raff of James Franco's character, and like Gucci Mane is it? with like the ATL twins. <laughs> um, but uh, Gatsby's doing it. I mean, yeah, Gatsby's That's doing the Lerman thing though. Like, books more like a jazz as, commentary right. though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Booksmart as a comparison is like. That is so, like, zeitgeisty, just, like, not disingenuous because I don't want to put that on the movie, which I think is, like, a fine movie. Everyone, like, people have their problems with that movie, obviously. Um, But I feel like that soundtrack is just, like, a soundtrack. Like, this feels much more purposeful mm, than, like, mm-hmm. uh, a Run the Jewels drop in Booksmart does. Though, though Booksmart does have um the LCC... Uh, LCC yeah, LCD use, sound uh, system drop yeah, in Booksmart I really really like a lot yeah um, yeah but I mean, honestly like, but also were, that's yeah. the only song in that movie I know I mean yeah that's I mean, the death the death grips one is like this is funny but it is like very I mean, in obvious my, in my yeah. mind it's yeah. just like uh, bling ring is a pitchfork list from like 2012 and then Booksmart is a it's a pitchfork list from like 2018 yeah, but that's the and, thing. And, with, like, and I, I mean, think yeah. Bling Ring is doing more with it. I think Bling Ring is trying to contextualize it a little more. I think Bling Ring is using it as criticism of its characters. But I think I find the criticism a little obvious, I think is what I'll say. Where, I, where I'd almost yeah. go like the full opposite weird direction of just like making it in bookmark so it's just like these people listen to this music is it's almost like a more accurate use of that music. Oh, like eight, eight, well, yeah, I mean, eight but more. it plays into the anachronism of like using a 2010 song that they're singing, but in 2007 or whatever, like right, whatever year it's supposed to be. Yeah, 2009, kind of I think. Yeah, it's like 2009, 2010. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, Spring Breakers has a pretty like long soundtrack. There's a lot of songs in it. I think. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm just misremembering it. Um, maybe. But. You know what? <laughs> Um, no, I I just wanted to say it's like yeah that that is like, it is just indicative of like my entire thing of, with Blink Ring where it's like I think it's very good and very fun, but I sort of enjoyed escaping into what Virgin Suicides and Marie Antoinette were doing, keeping a lot more suicides. than, like, just being like yeah this is who I was in 2013 I was stealing things from yeah. people listening to Kanye like, okay. <laughs> Um, I mean, we all were, uh, but <laughs> the, oh, no, I, was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I definitely am not like sweating at the thought of me as like, uh, a freshman in high school trying to steal something like as these characters are or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think we've mostly covered it. There's like, I think the, the, the postscript interview with, uh, Watson is so funny. We're so talking funny. about being in jail with Lindsay Lohan and she's like so, she yeah. got to keep her hair extensions and other girls were mad about it because they didn't it get to keep hard. theirs yeah yeah. <laughs> it, yeah it was actually and then it really hard the thing is like and she was ends with her the plugging into her website yeah yeah, the, the, the Nikki, yeah 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 and and the th- and it's so funny because it's like she went to jail for like a month 
on mm-hmm. like out of like a year sentence. She like served a month and then was like fine and had a reality TV show. Yeah. Um, I find it so interesting that yeah. Sophia didn't do that. You know that she like that Alexis Nyers, who is this who Nikki Moore right. is based on, had this like whole like um, reality TV show thing going on at the time, and then that Sophia just doesn't. I, I wonder if that was just what like was too unwieldy. Um, yeah. or what but like I'm I mean, yeah, maybe, really yeah. and that like, that end dropping because there's one other member of the bling ring that like doesn't show up in, th- in the movie at any capacity right. who also I think is kind of I I don't know in my head I've kind of interpreted it kind of like a beguiled situation where she drops the enslaved character from that um, because yeah. the one member of the bling ring she dropped was kind of from a different background from the rest of the um, members but um, but with yeah. that just uh some you know i guess always like you know sophia like what are you doing with your adaptations what are you dropping out what are you putting in but yeah uh, um does anyone have any closing thoughts on bling ring or sophia coppola's movies that we've talked about or at all um i mean i think i'm probably even though i really liked on the rocks probably still underrating it i feel like that's one i need to go back to in like a little bit i think it's really special it only grows for me i need to watch it again just to like confirm but i really i mean it's such like a great vibe um of a movie and like so knowing um that i think like when i was watching it i was going in sort of skeptical so like all the stuff that i liked a lot really caught me off guard uh, that I need to go back and give it like the sort of fresh eyes watch of like now I know what this is now I like it um, and I need yeah. to rewatch Lost in Translation just to confirm because like mm-hmm. right now it's sort of at the bottom of my list and I have yeah. almost no memory of it mm-hmm. I would say uh, yeah I mean I was probably like 13 when I saw Lost in Translation Lost in Translation is very much like a like a, a, a beautiful movie and then I'm also like it's the one where I'm like, all of the criticisms of this movie people have yeah. are like <laughs> totally valid. Like this sure. movie's like depiction of Japan and like how it relates yeah. to it is like really off. Um, but then like I, I you know, in spite of myself, find like enough of a reward in just like watching Murray and Johansson's mm-hmm. um, in in that kind of element of it, which she's so good at, and that that just is uh, enough for me to like it. But it is towards the bottom of my rankings yeah. too. Yeah. I think I do like it a little more than On the Rocks, unfortunately. But which I rewatched and I was expecting it to grow a little for me and it didn't really. I still I still really like it. Yeah, and it same was, but it was kind of at the same, same level, level um as I thought it was, which is just like this really good, um, funny uh movie with some really good He's really solid. high eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh yeah. It do did. we know who is in the Apple T V show that she's doing? No, no, I was going to ask what she has on the horizon. Yeah, yes, she it's has... an Edith Wharton adaptation wow. for Apple TV. Am I crazy in saying Elle Fanning, or am I just like thinking of <laughs> I would believe right you said yeah, that. I'd be like, okay, sure, Elle Fanning's in it. <laughs> yeah, like I would bet $5 on that, and I wouldn't mind losing yeah, $5. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. I would I'd like to see Elle Fanning in it. I like Elle Fanning. Um, I'm just going to do small shots. I feel like we didn't really talk about it a lot, um, but maybe less so in the Virgin Suicides. Um, but the costume design in both Marie oh. Antoinette and Bling Ring is just Gorgeous. like off the charts. I mean, yeah. Marie Antoinette is, I think, is obviously like the really the, obvious like one. The, yeah. uh, I, but Bling Ring also does a really good job with its styling. Uh, yeah, I mean, just like Marie Antoinette's costumes are like iconic. Like they're they're crowd pleasers for everyone. Like they they appease like the his the people who are like about historical accuracy and um, 
but they just look so good and they're used in such a good way and yeah i just wanted to the, highlight uh, that the hair piece she has with like the miniature boat in it so is good. so yeah. funny and that's like the kind and of stuff like, that you expect is like, too much? a lesser movie would like use all the time and she very specifically only uses like that great like pan up shot in the i want oh with the huge yeah, yeah where they get the stylus it's so funny it is the costuming and, and makeup in marie is is really terrific um it, it, she kind of pulls the same thing in Marie and I think in the bling ring of um, like the, the it's at their most powerful like uh, Katie Chang's performance I think changes a lot towards the end of the bling ring and part of it is like in her makeup she's like much um, she feels like smaller almost yeah um, um, and, and and like really like kind of like reduced um, to like uh, like now this is like gone out and like Marie like I think the best stuff in that too is, is partially like when they're shooting her and she's like just getting out of bed and it's like yep. she just has like her hair like normal and she just looks like anyone getting out of bed and mm. she's like this is stupid that I like I'm doing yeah. all this well and yeah just, like, this really is a great line of this, this is ridiculous this, this is Versailles such a good scene it's so, so funny good. when the, every time that third person comes in and she has to wait the for them and just I mean, this is sort of a side thing, but uh, talking about just like the wardrobe, that's my favorite funny Emma Watson moment in uh, in Bling Ring. It's like at the end when she's like wearing, she's like, is this good for court or whatever? And she's wearing a dress that is like clearly too short. (laughs) So short. And it's 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 like, do you own anything longer? And she's like, no. (laughs) It's like mom does. I love the, I do love the, uh, your butt looks awesome uh, delivery in that scene too. Yes. And this might be the uh, a scene right before where Farmiga is, is trying on stuff. Farmiga is also really funny. Farmiga is so yeah. good, I think. Uh, when I she's got the really gun, good. it's such a wild oh, start. It's of terrifying. Just like, hey, yo, it's it's terrifying. It's like, oh it's my God. It's <laughs> insane. Um, there's also the funny bit where they're like, you can't wear che- or leopard and leopard zebra. And, cheetah, and he's yeah. like, yeah, you have to pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very like matter of fact, he's like, no, yeah, you cannot have both. You do have to pick. Yeah. Um, no, no, she's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really great. And that, that when the gun goes off and it's Jesus. like, oh, like shit, it was like, it was loaded the whole time. Yeah. Like if she had like, you know, shot. Uh, Broussard in the face it would uh, it, it reminds me uh, Jesse's gone I, I was gonna plug Maps to the Stars cause there's like a similar scene but that's okay no. well, the scene with that. the gun god I was I, I hate yeah. scenes like that I hate them so you much you don't like it no it, it is like it is like very <laughs> upsetting yeah I mean uh, for sure it's crazy I mean cra- did you wanna go into more why you don't like it Andy <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like it's just, you, I, so. I, it's fine. I mean, it's just like, yeah, I felt like I found it very abrasive and like the movie was like not letting me in at any point. I like never really found a connection point was basically the main gist of it of like, I don't really like want to invest in any of these characters. I don't really want to uh, invest in this world at all. Like this all is like something that like is just like alien and foreign to me in, 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 in a way. And so I, you know, it was it was just like yeah, like I, like I said, it's like a. I feel like I got it. I feel like I would maybe enjoy the article more uh, than the movie, uh, like with that sort Settling of down perspective on, on it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it because like I wanted. I wanted to have to yell at Andy more. If it were white background with black text, that's what I want to watch. I mean, I no, it's I want a little like I f- don't quite feel. I want a little more direct voiciness in it i feel like like i feel like like i coppola obviously has a very distinctive voice but like i do feel uh, it at a little bit of a remove and like i feel like there like there would be less of that like reading an article obviously but um uh 
Yeah, I mean, you know, like, it's just like, yeah, it's just everything about this world, is, like, felt foreign and alien to me. And I just, like, never connected into it, which is kind of a bummer. But the other movies I was much more in tune with. So I was I was happy to to have those ones to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't talk much about uh, Rabisi's narration uh, in Virgin Suicides, but I think it's, yeah. like, a very, like, good performance in itself. Like, his Giovanni? delivery. Yeah, Giovanni yeah, Rabisi. Holy shit, I didn't talk that. Wow. And he's in Lost in Translation, right? Yes, he like, is. Yeah. He's Scarlett Johansson's um, husband. Yeah, he's playing he's Spike, Spike Jones. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if oh, uh, if yeah, if, like if, if just like my the one thing I wanted to say, which is, I've already said yes, basically, yeah. but uh, I think somewhere's the best, and I love f- really love that movie. That movie's like oh. uh, the, an adjective I have started using a bit more. It's like sticky. It's like I watch a lot of movies for this podcast, and I'm often it will just like go in through one side. We have the conversation, and we just like leave it. And I feel like that's how I consume a lot of movies because it's just like a lot of these movies are meant to be thought about. And then once I think about them, I just let them go. And somewhere is a very sticky movie. And that I, I just like every once in a while, every couple of months, I'll just like think about like a tiny moment in somewhere, like what it was doing here, like the performances in it. And I just sort of adore it. I need to rewatch it because I haven't watched it in a while. And I just like, I think it's mm. like, my favorite of her movies by a long thing, which is not to say I, I don't really lo- love her yeah. other movies. I, I adore uh, Somewhere too, and on this, I, I watched all of them again, and it was um, there were a couple that that um were basically the same, and then Lost in Translation went down a bit for me, um, and but Somewhere, um, and and Marie were two that I already thought were incredible, but somewhere especially, um, it's just, it's like, it's like what I, to, you know, loop back to what I said is why I like her so much at the beginning of the episode. It's just like such a perfect understanding of like the point of like making a movie about a, a guy, like uh, why you would make a movie about a guy instead of like writing a, you know, a profile of a guy. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's, it's so, so considered and and it also does have like probably honestly my favorite music moment in her filmography which is the the um phoenix drop on the credits um that is very good it's just gore it's yeah. gorgeous and yeah so watch somewhere if you yeah, haven't somewhere. seen somewhere yeah, i mean it's like yeah. it's like i got it yeah it's yeah. like i watched that movie and i was like oh that's insane that nobody i have never seen a movie like this where it like it feels like a national geographic documentary about a person and it's just like yeah it's just like a guy it's just like a yeah. guy living and like he has a daughter and it's like there's not there's never any there's never that much drama but it never it never ceases to be like very watchable and fascinating like he never, he never, yeah. He like the, it, it doesn't hit any. Yeah, it never hits any know, of those false the, notes. The things you'd expect yeah, it to. Yeah, you expect it yeah, to like ramp like, up the drama a lot. Like yeah, like be like his daughter's gonna have friction with his daughter, but then no, like he, he doesn't. It's just, like, just vibe. Yeah, the ultimate so vibe piece of hers. Maybe. Yeah, it really yes, is. Absolutely, it is, <laughs> it is, it is, um, it's so good. Uh, Simon and KT, would you like to plug anything? Yes, thank you so much for being on the show. Yes, yes. Oh, again, yes. thank you for having us. Uh, thank you so we much. Can geek out about yeah. Sofia Coppola for <laughs> two hours. Uh, nothing I enjoy more. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I will go first. Um, I used to have a podcast. It's on hiatus, uh, Cullen, <laughs> uh, um, uh, called Vaulting the Wall, uh, where me and my co-host were going through the 
um, direct-to-video Disney sequels. And then, like I said, we're on a little bit of a break right now, um, but I'm still very proud of what we've done, and I think the episodes are solid. So if you're interested in that, um, into the history of the Walt Disney Company in the, I don't know, 80s to early 2000s, take a check at those. Yeah, um, I guess like I am a remarkably minusculely small potatoes critic um, who I, I you know I write around places um, and you can find that stuff uh, on my Twitter and Leatherboxd, which are both uh, s the Sweeney fifty six five six, um, and I uh, I've been told that my podcast is actually recoverable somewhere <laughs> on the internet, so I. Um, I had one for a while that I thought had been purged, but if you look around for it, you might be able to find it. It's called The Sahara Tapes. Um, we basically uh, just picked movies that you know no one's thought about in years um, and, and tried to find some good ones, um, and we, we succeeded in that, I think. Um, we yeah. have a lot of fun on that show. It's very silly. Um, yeah. Both great podcasts that I wish would return. <laughs> You can follow us on Twitter oh. at Can I Kick It. You can follow us on Letterboxd at CIKI Pod. You can follow me on either of those platforms at JP Glick Weber. Weber has two B's. And I have not gotten to watch it yet, but I would like to plug that uh, Stephen A. Smith has some thoughts on the dog that won the Westminster Dog Show. Uh, you can find those on Twitter, or I think it's been reported in several articles. Very good. He thinks it looks uh, a little bit uh, uh, pretentious. Okay, great. <laughs> Wonderful. I'll uh, seek that out. I'm Andy. You can find me online uh, on whatever social media platform you want to try to find me on. If I'm there, I'm on there at Andy T. Germ. Uh... <laughs> For a plug, um, I mean, I rewatched Chicago recently, which is like one of my favorite movies of all time. And I just, you know, everyone should always be watching Chicago all the time, I think, because it's just a tremendous movie. Um, and go see In the Heights, because I saw it again and it made me cry like four times. That's, that's Did you want to talk about the coffee? Oh, yeah. Uh, if you like the show and you want to support the show, uh, our coffee, ko-fi.com slash can I, C-A-N-N-E-S-I. Any donation always greatly appreciated uh, from all of us. And would also like to remind everyone that you should be uh, always listening to the song Chicago by Sufjan Stevens. Yeah. That's a good song. Yeah, great song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm Clatchley on everything. C-L-A-T-C-H-L-E-Y. I talked a little bit about uh, Nicole Hall of Center. Everyone go watch Walking and Talking, like one of the best movies I've ever seen. A true revelatory watch of like, how where has this movie been all my life? Incredible vibes, perfect for the summer. That's the plug, baby. I mean, also you should watch other Nicole Hall Center movies. We're gonna talk about her next week. Right. Yes, not yes. that one, not the one Colin, <laughs> not the one that is great so far. The one that we're one of the ones we're talking about for the podcast. I watched and it was kind of mid, but this other one is incredible. <laughs> If um I, I didn't realize the, the, the plugs bit and I would like to or um with, with, with maybe plugging a movie, I would like to plug um on the can theme one of my favorite movies, uh David Cronenberg's Maps to the Stars. Everyone should watch that movie and you should like it and uh it is incredible. Yeah, I already booked you for the Maps to the Stars episode. And I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh I have a movie. Mm-hmm. 
trying to think about what to plug. You can follow me on. It's maybe your bathtub. A weekly struggle for for Emilio. <laughs> yeah, what, how much he's it's a great joke, KT. Great Thank joke. You. Yeah, <laughs> you can follow me. Nowhere. Our theme song is by Tree Related. You can find it at soundcloudcom related or search Tree Related on Spotify. Got nothing else to say. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, have a good night when you're listening to this. Yes. Yeah, if you're uh, listening night. in the morning, rewind and yeah. listen again. I mean, listen this episode later. is so long that like, no yeah, let's when they start, it'll go to the night. <laughs> Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, whenever you're going to sleep, think about my dulcet tones just invading your ears. Jesse, please. That's a fun word. Right. With that, we are going to release our audience. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Too many bottles of this wine we can't pronounce. Too many bowls of that green, no lucky charms. The maids come around too much. Parents ain't around enough. Too many joy rides in daddy's Jaguar. Too many white lies and white lines. Super rich kids with nothing but loose ends. Super rich kids with nothing but fake friends. Start my day up on the roof. There's nothing like this type of view. Point a clicker at the two. I prefer the sneaky.